It's a big Monday night of Southern League football here on HGFC Radio as Hitchin Town face their Leicestershire opponents. Colville, who are high-flying, unbeaten in their last seven. They've won their last five in the row. Hitchin down the other end of the table, but in good spirits after a promising two-all win away. Uh, two-all win? It must have felt like one away <laughs> at Hensford. <laughs> What's in store tonight? You'll have to wait and see. And here on HCFC Radio is where you will find out. I'm Freddie Cardi. To my right is the former actor, producer, sound engineer, musician, bass player. Anything else I've missed? Uh, all former, Football of commentator Football as well. Commentator. Well, yeah, let's hope they're, they're all present, actually, at the moment. Present and correct and ticking over. Although I'm not sure about the last one. But, yeah, here we are at <laughs> Topfield. It's an absolutely banger, really, isn't it? I mean, Colville, like you say, they're up there. They're a very tough team. The only consolation we've got is the coach did arrive very late and they've kind of been out here ever since uh, kind of putting together a, a routine they're very well drilled side um, and they look very much up for it um, maybe not as up for it as the lino and the ref man I've never seen a lino and ref combination warm up like these guys man they are loving it tonight uh, maybe they just know they've got without Brett Donnelly here maybe someone's just told them Brett's not here anymore <laughs> and they're skipping down there um, but yeah I mean we spoke to Mike Burke at the start of the season I'll reference this quote all season long because it remains yep. 100% true there are just no tough games in this division and you know when you go to to what should be one of the easier teams Stourbridge you know a free yeah. to beat for Hitchin I know you're playing the team who, who are second on the table and have won their last five yeah well and it could turn on it on its uh, backside again for want of a better word um, yet, you know maybe this is Hitchin's time to do what Stourbridge did to us I know it's a it's at top field so I feel kind of a little bit confident uh, a little bit more confident than that but this is this is a tough call this one's a tough game man Hitchin, though, picking up their first uh, point away from home uh, on Saturday against Hensford, and that would have been a big lift for them. But, you know, going to a tough place. They were third in the league when hey. the two sides met. And, and, and by all accounts, Hitchin could have won it. We hit the post, the bar, and all kind of things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, once again, it's towards the end of the game. We're 2-1 up, and uh, I don't know. I didn't see the game, so I can't really commentate on it. switch but off. I watched we the got, early, Did you? Yeah. Right. So they've done that famous switching off. There's no switches. They've got no room for no switches yeah. tonight. And it's almost like when we 2 went up, it's uncharted waters at times this season as well. You know, <laughs> a lot of the time we've had to do it coming from behind, stealing a late winner. If you look at that Barwell game, and yeah, 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 a two, a two or draw against a, a very good Hensford side, yeah. and yeah, just they played a lovely bit of football for that equalising goal. But um, Hitchin have never lost when both Brown brothers have scored, and they continue to find the back of the net with ease. Well, they are finding the back of the net, aren't they? And a, what, what a, a good, good thing that was to push Luke Brown forward. I mean. We, have, we didn't really have much choice. I mean, we had to find somebody that could go in there and sort of fill those shoes. And, mm. um, and I mean, we we also said that Brown is probably the man to do that. And at the moment, he seems to be uh, he seems to be doing a good job. Should we talk about some of the other Southern League results? Because it was a really significant weekend in the Premier Division Central yep. uh, on Saturday. Ulf Church beat Leiston 2-0. Banbury 1-0 is some of the lesser significant scorelines. How about this? Biggleswade Town 7, Barwell 0. I did notice that one, actually. I was going to say, where did Biggleswade find 7? I know. What a win that is. I mean, against the struggle in Barwell side, of course, but yeah, Biggleswade hits you go there in a few weeks' time. Mitch and beat them 2-0 in the FA Cup and that is still a shock result, whichever way you look at it. Yeah, Well, the 7-0. I think we beat them 3-0 in the end, didn't we? Yes, 3-0. Correct, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, where did they find 7 goals? Mm. I mean, don't matter how bad Barwell is, we've still got to score seven <laughs> goals. And uh, that's probably d d doubled their, their tally for the season. Of course, Hitchin drawing two all the way against Hensford. And there was another seven. Uh, St. Ives at home scored one, but conceded seven to Royston Town. They are flying. They moved up to third. That 
Yep. They're a team to watch. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, we know that. When they came here, we saw them, and they looked like a quality side. Royston always managed to put put together a quality side. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, is it Draper up there? I Draper mean, I suppose he's... Yeah, you know, they're, they're, that's the two, isn't it? And they're, and they're doing the business for them, and uh, all power to them, you know? Uh, elsewhere, Lowestoft Town beat Bromsgrove Sporting 2, and a little bit of a shock Bromsgrove, by the way. Mm. On Saturday, faced Grimsby Town in the fourth qualifying round of the FA Did Cup. They? And it'll be live as well uh, on BBC television. So that's just brilliant for them. A fellow Southern League side playing Grimsby. Oh, brilliant. And they, well, they stand a chance, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Grim, Grimsby can be mm. awful. Needham Market 1, Redditch United 1. A good point for Needham. Um, Russell 1, Tamworth 2. Stourbridge 1, Russell and Diamonds 1. So Stourbridge definitely in the up. Yeah. And Stratford Town 2, Peterborough Sports 5. So they stay at the top of the table. Six points clear of Colville, who... They're, they, you know, they're in that strong playoff spot and they don't want to give it up to anyone. I don't think they're looking to give it up tonight. No, most certainly not. And of course, you know, a victory here today does sort of pull them closer as well to the to the top. We know Peterborough Sports are the, you know, they're the candy boys, aren't they? They're, they're supposed to be finishing this league uh, yards ahead of everybody else. Uh, and Colville, like you say, is putting in a right mighty shift behind them. They're not going to want to lose this one. Well, it's a bird v bird derby tonight. The Canaries against the Ravens. Only one of two Leicestershire sides in the Southern League at Colville. Uh, and their new, fairly near neighbours, Barwell, obviously lost 3 2 to Hitchin in some style of that Callum Stead. Do you know so what? Since, since that, we haven't had that kind of. It's all gone down. It's all gone downhill from there, hasn't it, really? <laughs> with, with Steady leaving and moan, moan, yeah. moan. But uh, the truth is the truth. We, we haven't kind of found uh, a, even that kind of fight in the last, because we snatched it literally in the last dying seconds of the game and uh, we're going to have to find some of that spirit there t t tonight really I think just to stay afloat to be honest Well I'll take you through the teams now and just for one word of warning with this hitch inside ignore the shirt numbers uh, just ignore them, <laughs> apart from for number one Charlie Horlock, two Laurie Marsh uh, three Alex Brown, four Ryan Smith five Dan Webb, six Kieran Jones seven Lewis Barker, eight Joshua Caldicott Stevens, nine Sam Okoy Ahanaku, ten Luke Brown and eleven Kai Teal, the subs are twelve Rio de Silva, fourteen Henry Snee, fifteen Malachi Black, sixteen Stan Georgiou and 17 Elijah Gordon Douglas completing the lineup for the visitors number one Thomas Wachowski uh, two Alex Dean three Elliot Putmans four Jake Eggleton five Christopher Robertson six Steve Towers seven Luke Shaw not that one eight Joe Doyle Charles nine Timothy Berridge ten Billy Key and eleven Thomas McGlinchey the subs are twelve Connor Smith 14, Kyle Jardine, 15, Kean Taylor, 20, Stuart Pierpoint, and 17, Dave uh, Asenkeo. I suppose you could go for There's a few different possibilities, but what a lovely team sheet that is. Yeah, yeah, no, sort of. no banana skins in there. Well, well, apart from if you if you get to say uh, Thomas Bakowski a little bit uh, with, a, with a lisp, you might be in trouble. There's a fellow <laughs> Pole. I'm a Pole, so I know all about bad pronunciations and names, and uh, yes. I'm sure he's had a few close uh, <laughs> close ones there. Uh, but yeah, no, isn't it? lovely. Nice. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it, Fred? So much easier when it's that way. But for Hitchin, I mean, you look at that one word springs to mind, defensive. It is defensive. <laughs> I mean, it, it does. I mean, wow. the only thing I can make of that possibly is is uh, a 4-4-1-1 maybe? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't is know that, that Hitchin being backs up against the wall by just by seeing how well Colville have done the goals they've scored? They've put five past Rushton and Diamonds in the yeah. FA Cup. Have they seen results like that and thought, actually, it's time we, we you know, will play on that, that counter-attacking style? 
Yeah, um, about Callum Stead. But yeah, except needed. we haven't got Callum Stead. I yeah. mean, maybe maybe Luke's Brett, Luke's been doing little run up, run easy ups and run ups around the around the pitch and picking up his speed a little bit there. But uh, but no, it does look very very defensive. But also, I mean, we've also got attacking threats in there. I mean, Coldicott Stevens he can put a ball through, um, as, as well as we know Laurie Marsh as well can be quite annoying um, down either side and through the middle himself. So uh, I think and, and Kai Till, you know, it's, it speaks for himself and and with Brownie up front. Um, I think he's going to be playing a lone striker role, which I'm a little bit nervous about, really, because he's not a, a, a number nine and he does need somebody up there. We've had sort of um, we've had uh, Rio up there helping him out in yeah. recent times, but he just seems to lose the ball a little bit too much. Maybe that's why Burke has kept him out. Maybe he's going to bring something on in the second half. It we seems to be out. a lot to ask for Luke Brown with all the ability that he has gotten. Yeah, you does. know, when you've got two, well, you've got one proper striker and Henry Snee on the bench and one who's been doing the job in. In Rio de Silva, it seems like a strange choice, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you've got to look at that and think, well, what's going on, you know? But uh, Berkey's going to have his reasons. Hopefully, we can grab him for a chat later on. Oh, we certainly will for tomorrow's podcast. We've got so yes. much to talk about. I ain't spoken to him since uh, since Callum Stead left either, so we'll have all of that bonkers stuff to, to chat with him about as well. And now he's dealt with that. Um, but yeah, t- tonight, um, yeah, bit of a bit of a call for for Luke Brown. But let's see how he let's see how he stands up to it. And for the visitors, I suppose the two danger men up front, Timothy Berridge and Billy Key, uh, yep. eleven league goals between them uh, this season so far. Um, Billy Key, a former uh, Northern Ireland youth international, came from Leicester's academy as really? well. So that's the talent. He's got the number ten shirt, and Timothy Berridge with the number nine. I presume I'll be the two of them playing up alongside each other. Uh, and in Tom McGlinchey as well, uh, attacking midfielder, he'll be there uh, providing the goals and the assists too. It's a, I mean, I suppose with Colville, they're in the benefit. No one's going to be wanting to leave them anytime soon. They, you know, they're in a good position. Pick your strongest team. Yeah, I think they can. And, and like you say, I'm, I, even even at this level, though, players do move around and mix it up and sort of wander off to other clubs. I don't think Colville have really sort of uh, got that problem really when you're sitting pretty second in the league and uh, and you know you're on a good run. Well, we visited, uh, we visited the beautiful new Hitchin Town club shop earlier today and a lovely yes, gesture did. from the club. We both rewarded with a polo shirt. I know yours is on its way, I presume, from up, maybe up in Sweden or somewhere yeah. exotic like that. And, and coats of HCFC Radio and our initials on it. I mean, what a beautiful touch from the club that is. We it, do yeah. really appreciate that. It means the world. Oh, it really does. Yeah, no, it's nice. And I mean, especially on a night like tonight, I've, I've turned up in a jean jacket and a flimsy jumper and thought, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that when the, when the sun drops, so does the temperature very rapidly yes. and it was a nice a nice well I'm wearing it now um, and and yeah they're beautiful thank you very much all nicely stitched as well on black uh, and white by the way in case you're wondering you'll yeah. be seeing them around if you're out top field and all the volunteers have been given one as well which is fantastic all the ground Brilliant. staff with their says ground staff and their initials we've got HCFC radio and our initials yeah yeah it just, it just adds something else to the whole thing, doesn't it? Well, it, what it does is, I mean, it really makes me feel at home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're really sort of saying, hey, you're part of this club, you know what I mean? And, and that we are sort of valued, you know? We know we are anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just nice, isn't it? What a, what a beautiful gesture. I mean, it's lovely. Coat, yeah, we really it? do appreciate it. You won't be seeing the polo shirts for about six months, though, no. with the incoming weather. But <laughs> yeah. once the end of the season comes around, they'll be being rolled out. And we'll be, we'll be wearing them in summertime. a lot more professional than we normally would, I can tell you. Yeah, all good stuff, mate. So then, kickoff is about five minutes away here at Topfield. If you are just joining us, it's the Southern League Premier Division Central Clash between Hitchin Town FC and the Leicestershire visitors, Colville Town. Colville second in the league, high flying once again, and 
when the league season was brought to a halt last year due to COVID, they're actually top of the table and flying high, joined with Needham Market, who have found themselves down the other end of the uh, table. Yeah. Um, and Hitchin will face them on Saturday, of course. We'll both be here with commentary on HGFC Radio. We've got a nice run of home games coming up. Yeah, we have actually, which is quite nice, um, considering, you know, it's a bit tough to make some of these North Birmingham um, yes. Games, you know, it really is a, it's a tough ask. But we're gonna, we're definitely gonna start start getting coach tickets and going oh, to the. Um, will. Yeah, because we had, I had a couple of messages Saturday afternoon. I was thinking, oh, maybe, maybe we should have gone up there. It's a long old day, but he did day. well. Uh, bringing back a point and Colville, we they were the last team here, but they're the first in the tunnel. They're saying we are ready. We've had they're less ready. of a warm up than normal. We've got here later than we'd have liked, but we're going to come out here as if it's the same game as always. And I suppose it can, it can serve as a positive or negative, and they'll have to see it as a glass half full. Yeah, well, yeah, or a glass not fit for purpose, but uh, I don't think it's any of that, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Horlock's out there now with, uh, with Skipper Dan Webb in front of him. So I think the referee's, uh, referee's got the ball in his hand, having a little chat with them. So I don't think it'll be long before these boys will be out on the pitch. Well, Wales away at Estonia tonight. How good a story Ooh. is this? Sorba Thomas... Just a few months ago, he's playing with Kane Smith at Boreham Wood. He's making his full debut for Wales tonight, starting in that team. Oh, wow. I remember talking to Kane in January about his moves to Huddersfield. How fantastic is that, going from non-league to Wales in a number of months? Yeah, international. Shows what, yeah, shows what can happen as these hitching players walk go. out onto the pitch in good spirits after that draw against Hensford. And they're out there now, and it's a defensive team, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I'm just putting the uh, ambient mic on for everybody, so... They can uh, have soak a listen and try and get, soak up the atmosphere, that's it. They certainly will. So Colville, the Ravens, and you can see with their black and white kits, uh, the white, black, they're fairly thin stripes, and then the black shorts and red socks are hitching the usual home number. Yellow and green are the two colours on there, the white Hummel sashes that go down the side of each shorts, and so as you grow more loving to it, that kit every time you see it. Yeah, it's a lovely kit, isn't it? Okay, got <laughs> I've got one at home. Uh, didn't wear it today, though, no, because uh, obviously it's hard to go for that. But it will. for Colville, the visitors, obviously, from a lot further north than we are here, some great coaches, subs, all wearing their shorts, which is fantastic. Yeah, fair play to them. Listen, you won't get me in shorts in the summertime, let alone in this. It's absolutely <laughs> brass monkeys out there. It really is freezing. Mark Burke taking his stroll across their hands in the pockets and it no looks shorts. like he's gone for a defensive line-up today. The referee calling over Steve Towers and Dan Webb into the centre circle. Then Hitchin did move a point out of the relegation zone up to 17th. Uh, we don't actually know where the relegation zone is, but no. hopefully Hitchin won't have to worry about that. Yeah. But we're still still yet to be decided or we're yet to uh, receive confirmation whether it's the bottom three or the bottom four coming down. It's been influenced, of course, by Kings Langley leaving uh, the yeah, Southern yeah. League. Yeah. And who look who's just rocked up. Look what the cat brought in. Brett Donnelly has come to have a watch. He's got uh, a nice purple hat on. <laughs> and he's he's gone to have a sit down. He's going to take in the hitching game tonight. So and why not? Hey, eh? he's probably got nothing else to do on a Monday. They're no. flying high at the top of the league. They are picked up their first defeat of the season. He wasn't happy with that, but to say first defeat of the season two months into the season is yeah. not bad at all. For, well, we'd love to Brett. say that, wouldn't we? But I wonder if he'll be used in the dressing room at half time. Hitching will hope that they don't get to that stage. And it's going to be uh, hitching to kick us off. And of course, if you're listening at home, we would love to hear from you. Keep your messages coming in on 
uh, on our website and on Twitter as well. We're asking you which Hitchin Town player should be the next James Bond. We'll take you through some of the suggestions as this half plays out. We've had some crackers and we've had some, some interesting ones as well. But if you want to let us know which Canary, all, all former Canary with Brett Donnelly being there, can have a Bond villain as well. Do let us know because we've had some good suggestions already. So Luke Brown to get us underway. Hitchin always seem to win this. Yeah, uh, to win the coin toss anyway. And, and we then, always kick off towards the bat's close yeah. end. And so far it hasn't worked. Poor home form in recent weeks. Here but we go. that point on the road hopefully will serve to for Hitchin to go on to better things. We are underway, and here's Luke Brown inside. The Colville half already. Early start for Hitchin. Cody Cole Stevens is going to shoot from Why range. Not? And that's testing out the new stance. Not even done. That's gone over the top. And yeah. you thought they might have mounted a quick attack. But Cody Cole Stevens blasting over and immediately handing the possession to the visitors to top field. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Have an early crack. You never know. Good crowd here on a Monday night. Colville have certainly brought a few down from Leicestershire. And Hitchin know. packing the place out as always on this Monday game. They brought a few up to Hensford too, as you'd imagine. Yeah, no, well done to the away support on that game. Apparently it was it was really good. Bukowski goes long then with his goal kick and early touch. And I suppose now, Marek, your job is to see how Hitchin are lining up. It looks like uh, Hanaku is going to be on the right-hand side of a back four, which allows Laurie Marsh to go into midfield. And Lewis Barker's almost in a number 10 role. Laurie yeah. Marsh out on the on the left wing. I mean, it does look like a four-two-three-one. It's it? a little makeshift. Here's Barker with the header. We know he can back himself to play further forward. He had a couple of chances against St. Neots the last game we commentated on. That was a one-all draw right. that Hitchin lost cruelly on penalties. A dreadful shootout. But we heard from many of our listeners enjoyed tuning in. There's just nothing better, is there? No. And no. commentating on one, I can't tell you how how much fun that is as it well. It's one of the highlights. His Ryan Smith going back into Kieran Jones. He had a superb game on Saturday. Some of the passes he was playing into into Hitchin's attacking players. He's just been a revelation playing on that left side of defence. Here's Kai Teal going long, looking for Luke Brown. He's up there. And the ball's headed back into Bukowski from the Colville defender. Almost a, a chance of Brown to run in behind in the opening two minutes. But Bukowski can claim in his all-orange kit. He's got white goalie gloves, white boots, and he'll swing that one away. Jones comes and nicked. a little high well foot nicked. in there, but he's stolen it well and <laughs> clear away for... Oh dear. Brown to try and run onto it. We bounce back to Bukowski again. He's had a nice hold of the ball, a kick of the ball as well early on, which is just what you want as a goalkeeper. And he can. He looked very good warming up that down. Yeah. Experienced goalie, 26 year old, born in Poland and played there for a few years before obviously making the move to England. Couldn't really find too much about him, but one of a number of <coughs> Polish players who are in this level and are doing really well. He's got tough competition with Soldini as well, the Ireland under-21 international fighting for for that goalkeeper spot. As Oh, Haneke almost gets his knickers in a twist as he just wins the ball back there and he turns away from from the Colville he's attacker. Well, his actually. legs were going in different ways. It looked like Bambi on the ice at one point, but Colville managed to keep moving it forward and they win a free kick as well for Billy Key to move out to the left. Yeah, it's quite a dodgy little free kick as well. It's just uh, like Freddie says, just to this left-hand side. Uh, they've got plenty of people heading into the box. The big number five is uh, seeing his opportunity to maybe get his name on a score sheet. He's getting in there. Yes, yeah, so we're inside the opening stages here at top field. And it is goalless, as you would imagine. We're three minutes in and an early free kick here for the visitors. Swung in nicely, Deep. but Charlie Hall can claim that right into his midriff. 
couldn't have asked for a much easier catch. Got his body behind the ball to make sure as well. Yeah. He throws it out to uh, Alex Brown, who scored oh. the second goal, what they thought would have been the winner for a while. It was a really nice left-footed finish going around the goalkeeper into that far corner and finally scoring one in the in the league season. There wasn't a oh penalty dear. as Colvin won my back. That's a definite foul by Ryan Smith. I think he'll just escape a booking. No, because he's not. We're in the, the early blowing. Oh, no, the referee's <laughs> not having any of it. I don't blame him. That's never any attempt to play a ball. Yeah, but you don't want a yellow card. Is he going to get a yellow? He's, no, the ref's telling him off. All right, just yeah. asking for his phone number. Early That's stages right. then, but... Ryan Smith caught the wrong side and brought the man down. And Colville can attack now. The ball crossed in to be headed away by Hitchens, Josh Coldicott, Stevens. Colville again with Steve Towers. As the ball swung in from Putman, who was a signing from Barwell in the early stages of the season. Scored two in his first two games, including a screamer on his debut. And you can see how Barwell missed him as well and Hitchin beat them. But you can see a few players have gone between the two Leicestershire sides in this league. Yeah, you're going to do that and you're going to bounce and swap players. But uh, when one's one end of the table and one's the other end of the table, <laughs> someone's not getting a good deal, are they? Yeah, certainly not. And Barwell remaining down towards the bottom and Colville second place. Three, uh, six points of Peter Sports and they're in front of Royston by three points as well. Royston in third, especially after that 7-1 win over St Ives. Here's Smashing. Doyle Charles exchanging passes with Alex Dean who wins a throw-in. He's the longest player at the club, is Alex Dean, having rejoined from Solihull Moors back in 2014. He starts at right back today, and he's Here played the ball forward of Colville. Just running into the box now, he's blocked off by Kieran Jones. He knew he was taking a little bit of a risk, but there was no real shout for a penalty, and Charlie Horlock can claim the ball now. He throws it out to Dan Webb, who started a number of games now in his return to the side he plays the ball down long into Lewis Barker he can't quite bring it down in Luke Brown in support I've got to say this is the most uh, attacking position ever been granted to Lewis Barker I can imagine for yeah. a number of years in his footballing career but I'm sure I'll be relishing it as Alex Brown takes the ball on the left hand side plays one into his brother very nicely in between the lines and Luke looks to be fouled he looks up at the referee with a you've got to go down Luke glance, that's what it is mate the referee says play on and Colville will do just that. It's laid out to the edge of the box. Trying to mount an attack here with uh, Doyle Charles who plays wide and Putman's going to try and cross one in. It's headed away by Dan Webb just on the edge of uh, Hitchin's penalty area. Colville retaining the possession though with uh, McGlinchley. It's won back well by Ryan Smith. Now Barker, Luke Brown again played wide into Kai Teal. Another start for the 18-year-old and now Hanaku wins a throw in he's returning then he's been on the bench a couple of times in recent weeks he had a trial at Watford which I imagine would have fell through there under 23s he was there we'll of course get more from Mark Burke uh, afterwards but their yeah. loss is Hitchens gain yeah absolutely good to have a Hanaku back in the side naturally a centre back but without Dan Akerween he's been called upon at right back still no sign of Jack Green as well and Hanaku will pick up the ball again now on this right hand side he's definitely got the capability to be a right back I can tell you as Laurie Marsh gets across there him and Lewis Barker putting the pressure on they will work so hard going forward and playing a pressing style and hitching uh, without the ball and they're without the ball now because uh, Luke Shaw comes down the left hand side nice and touch, Hanaku Luke. struggles so far misses out and Berridge with his back to goal tries to oh, play it across but it's one back easily by Alex Brown the ball straight to his feet now Lewis Barker played back and 
They'll try and spring an attack with Luke Shaw again. Shaw on the edge of the box, tackled well. And now Ryan Smith comes across. Hitchin putting so many bodies into this midfield and they've blocked everything that Colville have come forward with. Yeah, so far they've done that, which is good. So here's... Um yeah, Hitchin nil, Colville nil in the early stages here. And... Holland have taken the early lead against Gibraltar, who have re-Steitch up front. Now, a couple of Saturdays ago, Steitch, Steitch. scored two here for Stourbridge Is against it the Hitchin. Same one? It's the same It's, of course, the same Steitch. Van, Van Dyke, by the way, scoring for the Holland. But re-Steitch going from uh, scoring against Hitchin to now playing for his native Gibraltar up front against the likes of Virgil Van Dyke. It's Amazing. funny how things have changed in a couple of weeks. He has been a, a key part of that squad, though, by the way. He's not making his debut, but... That's why you love about some of these smaller international sides. Barker plays on forward. It runs on the line and then falls out it for a Hitchin corner. corner. So yeah, a well done. pass, a good deflection. Hitchin had the first real set piece of the game and a, and a good chance if you're playing a defensive team, get some numbers up now and then use the set pieces to the best of your ability. Well, this is what I think we're going to see. Um, it looks like it's going to be uh, Kai Till running over there to take it. He's um, certainly taking his time over it, but uh, there is a plan in place. Um, we can see we can see the likes of Webby who's in there, of course. Yeah, plenty of the big guns up from the back. Laurie Marsh hogging the back post. Lewis Barker on the defender. He's standing right in front of the goalkeeper. Here is Kai Teal then. Nine minutes on the clock. Teal in that number 11 shirt. Raises two arms and crosses one in. It's fairly flat and it can be headed away easily enough. Corners have been right down the bottom of Hitchin's priority list this season by the looks of things. Apart from that one routine they like to play that has yet to wield any success. Here's Sam McCoy, Hanaku then, who was actually a teammate of Bukayo Saka at Arsenal youth level. He was a schoolboy there and still connected, I think. Still follow each other on Instagram anyway, so they're obviously good mates at that Arsenal side. And what connection that must be. Yeah, what a banger, eh? <laughs> Here you are at Hitchin. Useful as well, I can and, tell you. And, and your mates at Arsenal. Mm. Hopefully they keep in touch. I'll have to ask him. It's Brown. He's given it away to his opposite number, Billy Key. It was in a decent position. He finds Doyle Charles. Move forward again into Luke Shaw. Plays it wide and once again... Nicked. It is nicked by Laurie Marsh, who plays back into Kieran Jones. Just on the edge of the hitching box. Jones slots it through the middle of the park. Cody Cott-Stevens running after it. And now Luke Shaw can bring the ball away. Very even start in the first ten minutes here. At top field, we are goalless between Hitchin Town and Colville. Two sides at different ends of the table, but Hitchin out of the relegation zone after picking up a one-all draw against Hensford. Here is Thomas McGlinchley swinging one in. in for Colville. A bit too much in it, though. And Laurie Marsh, who looks to be playing in the left winger role, was tracking back and doing the covering work for Alex Brown. And Marsh can run forward it now. A bit of space, and he finds Cody Stevens, who's put under pressure by McGlinchley. Now Ryan Smith out wide into. Alex Brown played around nicely. Smith again across the box into Dan Webb. And now Kieran Jones. That left foot, right foot, centre-back partnership has proved fruitful so far for the Canaries in the last few games. But Jones unable to play in the St. Neots affair. Now it is uh, Alex Dean. Estonia nil, Wales 1 uh, in the early stages there. It's a crucial... World Cup qualifier there uh, for the Welsh. Carville just standing over the ball at the moment. Alex Dean will 
bring it forward again. Chips it nicely. There's a bit of space in there actually for Billy Key, That's where you expect the midfield over. to be a bit more congested. Mm. He had a bit of time. Harry Wilson, the scorer for Wales. Now Dan Webb. Very friendly atmosphere really so far at top pill. Not much singing or shouting going on. There hasn't been reason to so far for either side but no, Colville no have brought a lot of fans down which is great to see a Monday night that's some of the best away yeah. away attendances I've seen a top field in any game terrible really. again from the number seven just gives it straight away to smudge in the middle of the park and uh, <laughs> here's Ryan Smith Lewis Barker just took a little tumble there and uh, yes. off the ball seems to have a, a good amount of numbers going forward even though if they're not your orthodox attack with Kai Teal, Lewis Barker, Laurie Marsh and then but it's Luke fine Brown up all up there they're making good use of it here's Alex Brown who's picked it up on the left hand side back into Kieran Jones Hitchin look really happy with the ball at their feet which hasn't always been the case and Colville allowing them that bit of possession too and almost saying well what are you going to do once you do have the ball have you got those attacking yeah. players up there to, to create those chances yeah they are yeah almost teasing isn't it it's a big long uh, Hoof up front from the goalkeeper. He goes long. It's headed down well by Ryan Smith. Hitchin winning everything uh, in we the middle the of moment. the park so far, as you'd expect. Of almost four, could even be five midfielders technically on the field. Of course, they're not lining up exactly like that. Good work from Lewis Barker. That was a hard tackle in the nice centre of the park. Now, Luke Brown oh, dear, sliding oh dear, in. Luke he, he took a little stud, I think, for his troubles as well. But he was on on the wrong end of that challenge legally. So. He won't get much sympathy from the referee. That does hurt, though. Yeah, it's it does hurt. the higher part of his leg, too. One of the unprotected parts. Dinking from Colville. by a shin pad, and there's oh, going to be no. a shot. That First of the game for Colville, and that's travelled into the fence behind the goal, into their away supporters. Not a good effort at all. Unfortunately for them, and fortunately for us. Yeah, it just, uh, does seem to be kind of even, really. As uh, Hang on, the referee's blown up for something. I think it's for... Um, yeah, it'll be Luke Brown. Luke Brown, yeah, yeah. Hitchin then, uh, drawn at home to fellow league side Leyston in the third qualifying round of the FA Trophy. That draw took place earlier today. Colville will face Northern Premier League side uh, Gainsborough Trinity. So decent ties for both sides. I think you'd imagine Leyston uh, have been a very inconsistent side over the last couple of years. Just a little bit concerned with Brownie, actually, to be honest with you. He's taking his time to get up. He is up on his feet yeah. now, though, in the... Uh, yeah, he's smiling now, having a chat with the defender. The Leicester game, by the way, is a home one. Uh, Saturday the 30th, and it will, of course, be live on HTFC Radio. Absolutely. Have a nice run of home games. Yeah, no, it's good for us to get the home run, uh, home games in, you know, even though we've been pulling some good crowds up here, and tonight's no exception. There's got to be a few hundred in here, isn't there, Freddie? Oh, I'll tell you what, <laughs> Colville, I think they they could have brought as many as 100, I think, up there by the looks of it. It's a really good crowd. I think where they've come down from, and... Uh, cold Monday night at Hitchin the coach was late fair play to him they've been absolutely brilliant so I'm sure once you're high and fly in the league as well it definitely helps out when you five wins in a row you're expecting your side to deliver they haven't so far but they haven't had many opportunities in order to do so here's Alexander Dean running forward down that right hand side he crosses one in looking for the run of Billy Key and now Hanaku again clears that one out easily enough he's Fellow right back, by the way, Delson Akon picked up an injury in training. The worst okay. one sometimes, he's out for two weeks. So still yet to see him pull on a league shirt for Hitchin. Really? Yeah, but he will. We know what he's got in the tank. Yeah, we hope to do so. Anyways, the throw-in's taken. The one-two played. Putman swings one in. It's a good cross. Key in there, but the ball goes what? 
over his head. It will fall onto the edge of the box. They cut back in onto the left-hand side. Can they take the lead? No, it's blocked nicely. And Kieran Jones can bring the ball away. He's got Luke Brown running forward, but he just gives uh, Eggleton a little shove, and he's managed to retain the ball. He's brought down as well. The referee gives a throw in, but Luke Brown acting as that target man and did a decent job of it there. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's playing out of position, as we know, so um, he's got to start to learn the, learn the trick of, tricks of the trade out there on the pitch. So then, goal is at top field so far. If you are just joining us, a defensive hitch inside. Luke Brown, Kai Teal, really... The only attacking midfield, the only attacking players on the pitch is not actually a, a solid number nine out there. Here we go, we're through. Lewis Barker might be trying to change that. Now he runs in, he tries to cross no. one, and I suppose that's what you get with LB in the final third. He'll try his socks off, but he really wasn't quite sure what to do with that ball there. Yeah. He tried to pull it back, but he just crossed it into the keeper's hands in the end. And, but the chances, the half chances, are going to be created by Hitchin. And off the ball defensively they've looked very very good as well so yeah no looks very solid yeah no we have looked very solid against this Colville side they're definitely up for it though Colville they, they keep pressing yeah and you feel they've got something else down there waiting to pull out well they've got some very fresh legs tonight for Adam Stevens to choose from they played a majority under 21 side in a 3-1 defeat to Stourbridge a week today in the Southern League Cup and they didn't have a game on Saturday too uh, with Kings Langley leaving there's an odd number of teams so their last game was two Saturdays ago against Biggleswade Town, a 1-0 win, so these guys will be raring to go. Yeah, no, they will be. Like I said, we, we know they're not up for losing this one, and it looks like, uh, from what I've seen at the moment from, from Hitchin Town, we look like we're not going to give them anything as uh, well, Aka Green <laughs> just knocks it <laughs> yeah. out of play, as I say that. Hanaku <laughs> clearing that one out. Uh, Hanaku, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that 3-1 defeat to Stalbridge, by the way, the youngest ever Colville squad in the senior game. The average age of just 18 years, so breaking the club's record. And losing wow. 3-1 to Stalbridge, Colville did beat them in the league, though, so shows you that it was a very inexperienced side. The consolation uh, was scored by Billy uh, Kyle Jardine. Iceland won, Liechtenstein nil, and another World Cup qualifier. That's the only games going on tonight, these internationals as Barker plays wide nice he was fouled there surely as well as Kai Teal switches out mm -hmm. onto the left hand side for Alex Brown he plays down into his brother again that's the part you've got to cut out if you're in, in the defence as Barker lays it off nicely to Luke Brown this is his game today no, and he shoots there. and straight into the arms of the goalkeeper trying to catch him off guard but the numbers are getting forward yeah no it's good to see us getting forward and, uh, and taking shots on but uh, that was a little bit optimistic I'm afraid there yeah it certainly was so we've played just over 18 minutes. No goals to sing about for either set of fans. As Hitchin have it with Dan Webb, the skipper, who plays into Kai Teal. Teal finds Ryan Smith. and It's now with Hanaku given away, though. And Cole will come forward once again with Elliot Putman. Finds Luke Shaw down the left. Shaw getting the ball back and he's going to drive into the box now Luke Shaw oh he crosses one in and it's just straight on the shins of one of the hitching defenders yeah, it was will clear it away as quickly as he can and wasn't the right option from Shaw but he got forward way too easily and it seems like right back's been a little bit of a problem with Hanaku making his return. Yeah, he's not he's not a right back, oh, is he? And I think uh, I think the number seven's got sort of got a whiff of that, and he's starting to. Uh, he's coming right out onto the left hand side for, yeah. for Colville, and as you say, uh, with a Hanaku as a natural centre back, he's going to try and tuck in at times. He's 
not going to quite know the dimensions of how far wide to play and when to yeah. tuck into Dan Webb and Webb directing his defence now and he's going to be crucial back there talking with them. Now Robertson for Colville coming into this game as I say are five wins in, the, uh, uh, in a row unbeaten in their last seven as well. Their last defeat was a 2-1 away at Rushton and Diamonds and courtesy of a last minute winner for the Diamonds sound familiar just to a little bit fans? oh here we Barker go there's a good run the from Darker now. he almost gets on to the end of it the goalkeeper Bukowski has to head away and now Alex Dean can clear It'll wow fly away for a hitch and throw in well the the signs are there at the moment for the Canaries, I tell you. Well, we definitely are uh, hitting them on the uh, on the break, on the counter. As soon as we sort of uh, do pick up the ball in midfield, it seems that we're getting players forward as well so, uh, in, in, to, to back up the attacks. Croatia nil, Slovakia one. Holland now leading by two goals to nil to Pine, missed a penalty, but then found himself on the score sheet. Now Ryan Smith back into Kieran Jones. And moving the ball around nicely Lewis Barker back into Smith they're building these attacks it's very nice, nice to watch as Alex Brown wide into Lewis Barker gives it back to the younger of the Brown brothers Smith again out to Hanaku doesn't often find himself in these positions he's going to have a shot and the goalkeeper saves he almost could have parried it out there it was going wide of the mark but it almost didn't have the power it could have acted as quite a, a handy through ball into Luke Brown yeah, it could have been, yeah, but it, it just had a little bit too much skip on it and the goalkeeper, of course, making a meal of it. He could have just let it go off, but to prefer to gather the ball so he can play his boys out from the back as they uh, love to do these days. And Colville could come forward now with a number five. He's, he's into the number seven for him. He's going to look to dink past uh, Caldicott-Stevens. Short into Doyle Charles, a summer signing in 2018, a very highly rated central midfielder. He came for the academy at Burton Albion, a few players with some similar stories now Dean again back into the midfield with the club captain Stephen Towers starting yet again in Colville colours today moves the ball forward and Jones typical from him he's even won a free kick for his troubles trying to shield the ball out and it will be a free kick for the Canaries who have made a very even start very balanced game here at top field actually and mm. we've seen some some real humdingers and some scraps in recent weeks and this seems to have been a very calm affair actually <laughs> i think you're right actually for you to be to be fair to you mate it barely is raised our voices have we R absolutely and uh, that's unusual if you listen to <laughs> us often you know we can get a bit emotional to say the least but um yeah i mean hitching have looked good and uh seem to be dealing with everything that uh colville has thrown at them so far Luke Brown now with his back up against Jake Eggleton. He plays wide into Kai Teal, right down by the touchline, into Barker again, using all of his oh. hold-up skills. Kai Teal takes a tumble. Looked like a foul to me. Yeah, just, just down in front of the media position here at top field. Alex Brown driving forward through the centre of the park. Finds his brother on the edge of the box. Oh, doesn't quite on, get Luke. the pass away, and he's fouled. Not fouled, sorry, tackled too easily. Yeah, just it was took really. too much time in that key position. It did all the right work. It looked to me like he was just trying to knob it with his right foot and go forward and almost like sort of, sort of pick it up on his left, which is a bit strange. Hang on, the referee's blown for something. I don't know what he's up to. Having a little chat of Elliot Putman. He did foul Kai Teal. Right, the is that what it is? Play on, so I wonder if he said, actually, um, Calm it down, on another boy. day I could have pulled that one back for a free kick, but you've got away with it. Now, Tim Berridge moving forward down the right. Great tackle in there from Kieran Jones. And he's even one of Rowan. He's <laughs> doing everything right for the Canaries so far in this yeah. goalless tie. Suddenly 
Premier Division Central clash. There's a lot of centre-halves, you see, sniffing around. So he wants yes. to keep that place, Jonesy, and he's going to be hard to take out of it if he keeps playing like this. Remember to keep the nominations coming in about which hitch in play should be the next James Bond. When we get a couple more breaks in play, I'll take you through some of the early nominations. There are some fantastic ones, some interesting ones too. If you want to do a Bond villain as well, you're more than welcome. You can message us on our website. You can tweet me at CardiFreddy2. And it's also a poll on my Instagram if you want to fill that out. We've just had, a, just had a message from Callum Stead. Where are you, Callum? <laughs> Sounding like a great start from the boys. Come on, Itching. Nice one, mate. Brilliant. Keep Thanks for listening in, Callum. It like, sounds like you've done a very good job of things at South Shields, and thank you for listening in. Absolutely. As a oh, is beaten easily now, they'll run into the box. They'll get a shot away, and, and they'll find the there bottom corner. What an extravagant finish that is. Colville take the lead, and that's the sort of goal you just cannot buy. You cannot... Look out for, he well, finds the bottom corner with ease and it's a beautiful finish. He's just dinked past um, uh, uh, Ohanaku there and he's, he's not a right back. Like I said, we, we, we said this before, he's, he's going to get a sniff of him pretty soon and he did there. Dinked his way past him, just switched it over onto his right right foot and just, uh, and just let it go. Uh, defeating a diving Charlie Horlock, so 1-0 uh, to Colville. It's Luke Shaw who bent in that right-footed strike. Couldn't quite catch the back of his shirt number as he bent that one in. It's hard on these black and white kits as well, but what a beautiful finish Great that hit. is. Colville taking the lead, and as it stands, going for a sixth win in a row. And Hitchin just allowing Shaw too much space on the edge of the penalty area, and you're going to get punished. You've seen a few similar goals like that conceded by the Canaries, and their hard-working graft of the early... Uh, of the first quarter of this one all is unravelled at top field well we saw it earlier didn't we with Shaw going up against uh, Ohanaku there and, and uh, he, he turned him already once and um, I guess he's just thought well listen give me the ball I'll take it down past it I'll skip past this geezer here and bury it in the bottom corner it's exactly what he's done got to pick that up kind of said was right a great start from the boys but switching off when Hitchin really needed to cut out that, that shot Luke Shaw uh, his third goal in the league this season and look on his player pro from the Col on the Colville website pacey winger with a real eye for goal the Hitchin defenders didn't do the research I did obviously as very much <laughs> clears away headed down well by Luke Brown finds Lewis Barker got to say though to come across a website of player profiles as a commentator in, in non-league at step 3 level where there's all in-depth uh, backgrounds to all the players yeah, stats and facts thing. it is a rare thing so I really appreciate that when you come across that makes my job so much easier so a big thank you to the guys who are in charge of that Colville obviously uh, a well organised club from yeah. the from the root to the boot Teal now trying to put some pressure on Elliot Putman will be interesting to see how Colville play actually over the next 10 minutes or so if they try and just move the ball around a bit more consolidate on their possession try and gradually build some attacks that's what they're doing at the moment Putman <coughs> comes wide of Kai Teal and Putman takes it down the left oh dear oh dear and skips past to Hanaku again bang there you go number two Hanaku again man he's on side and it's they're dancing past the geezer like he's a handbag you know like girls dancing around handbags crazy he was absent an absent defender and that's two goals in just three minutes for the Canaries it's the easiest header you'll ever see for Timothy Berish that's his sixth league goal of the season he scored 10 in just 11 games last season in his debut year and he couldn't have asked for many easier headers than that the goal's coming like buses against Hitchin 2-0 yeah well sorry sorry to pin it on one guy especially who's playing out of position 
position, but it's, it's Hanaku again that's uh, let Hitchin down on this one. They've skinned him again, uh, and this time it was a, a lovely flat. I mean, if you saw him just dink it past Hanaku and then spin round the other side, done him for pace, crossed the ball in. It was an absolute peach of a ball. Even I could have headed it home. It's 2 0 Colville when they're good for it. Was it Putman who put that cross in? Absolutely beautiful. They peach. played the ball wide, and that right hand side of Kai Teal and Hanaku has been exposed way too easily yeah, by the visitors at it. the moment. They are 2 0 up and two goals in two minutes they are absolutely coasting all of a sudden well there's a hole in the boat and we've got to find a, some some way of plugging it up but uh, maybe Hitchin can mount something here now with uh, mm. with little grin coming down the Attack outside it's got to be the way to go now they've played defensively they've started defensively and the defense has crumbled again Hitchin nil Colville two and once again, if you're going to change your team after achieving a good result, you get punished at this level. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is some the questions. Well, this isn't the uh, the comeback that Hanaku dreamt of. Mm. I can tell you that much, you know. And like I say, I do stress enough the Jones man is playing out of position. Brown, cross when any he has done. it, but he found Luke Brown. That's cleared away though. Hitchin have to get the next goal in this game. All for the three points will be heading back to Leicestershire. I can tell you that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm fair play to the boys. They're 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 still. Uh, puffing up their chest and, and trying to take the game to Colville. Well, there's a host of figures from around non-league here. Steve Castle, the Royston managers here, we've had a couple of scouts yeah. from Peter Sports. Brett Donnelly's yeah. turned up. There's a real group of them just down the front of the stand to our right and yeah. obviously showing some real interest in this game from, you know, interest in both sides. Good to see. Yeah, now it is. Sure there'll be a couple listening in on the commentary too. Yeah, Larry I would have thought so. Down by the byline, he's to uh, get rid of this ball, he does and He's down the line looking for Luke Brown. The ball just overrun. It's claimed by one of the Colville coaches. And they'll take their time with the throw in now. And they've suddenly in full control of this game. Winning by two goals to nil. Luke Shaw and Tim Berridge both on the score sheet. And both fine goals, really. The Berridge one, a header from a beautiful cross. And Shaw doing all of that hard work himself. Yeah, to be fair, he ain't supposed to be getting that cross in, mate. Mm. Here's Cody Cut Stevens dispossessed again. Seen the same old story for Hitchin too many times, but Luke Brown trying to do something about this, going to try and shoot again from range. So what happens if you don't have confidence the other attacking players up there and then around you, you're, you're a lone wolf. Cody Cut Stevens wide out to Alex Brown. Can Hitchin get him forward, get him involved into these attacks? No, he gives it away. Falls to the feet of Ryan Smith again. Now Jones just inside Hitchin's half, switches the ball out to Hanaku. Chest the ball down, finds Dan Webb and played across into Kieran Jones. Smith into Laurie Marsh in the number two shirt, but he's playing on the left wing. Could almost be a random shirt number today, but Marsh it. gives it away and the hitching heads just seem to go down. And so that double blow that I've seen Colville go 2 0 up, hitching no response so far. Webb, great defending, brings the ball down. Uh, it was Kieran Jones, sorry, over there. We've got two tall, blonde centre-backs at the back. Yes, hard to pick them out from, from this distance. From the other side of the pitch, it can cause problems. Here's Lewis Barker. He just moves the ball back, but Hitchin's slowing the ball down. Jones again. And he's going to try and find Cody Stevens, who's slotted into that left-back role. I mean, you could almost play Alex Brown as a left-winger now, couldn't you? And, and, you know, slot someone else in the back. Play Laurie Marshall left-back or something. You could... You could almost really do with, with what Brown can give you going forward. Well, or you can uh, you can go to a flat three at the back, mm. and and um, yeah, but 
you know, those spaces for those wingers, that's the concern at the moment, if Hitchin can cope with that, but they've got to go forward. They've got to create some chances. Here we go again. And Colville coming forward again, sure. Same thing. The opening goal scorer slots one in. It's nice football. The shot will come in from range, and it's saved by Charlie Horlock. Tim Berridge looking for his second. And after 31 minutes, they can't grab a third, but their tails are certainly wagging at the moment at Colville. Yeah, the important thing for Hitchin now is just to still keep the faith, you know what I mean, and keep pressing forward because, uh, yeah, that was a, a double whammy that we could have done without, but uh, we've got to pull ourselves out of it. One all on Saturday was Hitchin's first draw of the league uh, in the league season as Luke Brown is offside. And tell you what, they take a draw today after going 2-0 down. Slovenia nil, Russia 2 as well. And Croatia have equalised in their game. They're playing Slovenia. Now, Christopher Robertson, the commanding centre-back, a summer signing, but he played professionally most of his career. AFC Wimbledon, Swindon, wow. Preston North End, Port Vale, uh, all clubs he's been at. So that's a, a ton of experience in their number five. As Jones heads away. Now, Stephen Towers. That captain's armband finds Robertson again. Takes the ball forward, plays easily over the halfway line into Luke Shaw, who's got... Plenty of time in the ball, going up against Coldicott Stevens. Now Doyle Charles finds short, chips one over the top, nicely works, but it's one back by Kieran Jones, and he'll play forward now perfectly into Luke Brown, but straight away the defence are running, they've won it back, it's fantastic by Colville. Now Putman again, he needs to dig out that cross, and he does, and it falls to the back post, there's a shot, oh. it's just over the crossbar, the technique was there. Definitely but was. Challenging Horlock in the end, a powerful effort, and he was in acres of space. Yeah, he was. He had loads of room, didn't he? And uh, it, it wasn't far, too far over the crossbar, that one. Now Charlie Horlock is going to trot out to take this goal kick and sit back into his six-yard box and find Samuel Koya Hanaku, as you say, is in a bit of a nightmare restart to his time at Hitchin Town. He's gone up against Luke Shaw, though. He's been brilliant. He finds... Teal now with a good cushioned header. Teal down the right-hand side. Just overruns it and probably oh, could have won a free kick there, actually. Well, He's won a throw-in, though. We're very close to where the free kick would have been taken. But she fouled a couple of times as Teal, the youngster. Yeah, he has, man. He ain't got nothing for his pain, though. I'm sure some of the Colver player supporters will be confused by that number nine on Samakoi Hanaku's back. He's I think Sam's confused right by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it shows how defensive it is. Someone's got to just pick up that number nine shirt, but whether they use him as a number nine later on, who knows? Is a, a oh Hanaku in the throw and takes into Kai Till, who gives it back to him. Eventually, now Colville clear, stamped over the top. It's a nice first touch by Luke Shaw, bringing it forward over the halfway line. Oh, Shaw going on a mazy run. Kieran Jones taking no prisoners with his clearance as Barker chests it down into Laurie Marsh. Smith, Coldicott Stevens wide again into Kai Teal, who had a Hanaku running in front of him. Barker, this is better from Hitchin, but then Barker gives the ball away. But luckily, Dan Webb was there to mop it up. Coldicott Stevens just inside Hitchin's half, across into Kieran Jones. And he pick one of his passes. Yes, he can into Lewis Barker, who's fouled. Hitchin could have had the advantage there, actually, but the referee does give the, the free kick the way of the Canaries. Yeah, I think I'd rather the free kick in that yes. instant. We only had a couple of players up against five of their defenders, and uh, that's not very good odds for us. The referee is pulling the, uh, the number six over for Coville. Yeah, ten minutes to go in this first half. Would you like to hear a couple of... Hitchin fans of James Bond recommendations. The the <laughs> outstanding one at the moment is Charlie Horlock, who's 
Goalkeeping buddy Josh Mollison nominated Charlie as a, as a potential next Bond, as did Rowan Scalford sitting next to me. He said Luke Brown would be a good villain. You think he's the good guy, but turns no. against you eventually with that smile. We also had Lewis Barker as a popular choice. I suppose he could be Bond or villain. Yeah. But it was said he's not very smooth and he can't drive, so it wouldn't quite fit the, quite fit the description by some of his mates. You can count on your mates, can't you, <laughs> to back you up. And someone said Max Ryan for the soundtrack too, which is an honourable mention. Uh, Joe Doyle-Charles picking up the first yellow card of the game. Actually, Max Ryan would make a pretty good villain, wouldn't he? He, he loves would a do. red card, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> he can <laughs> do both. He can guts. do the music and, and be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Coldy Cox Stevens. Stevens crossing one in now. Looking for Dan Webb at the back post. It's an easy claim for Vygovsky. Yeah, he won't have many easier than Dushes that today. Pulls the cobwebs off his goalie gloves and catches the ball. <laughs> Pukowski now again taking the time in this one. As Colville leading by two goals to nil. Hitchin won the last three meetings actually between the two sides. One, uh, no meeting last season, but the last two years before that, Hitchin won all three. So the record is good, the form is good, but obviously not meeting last season when Colville were top, it could well have been a different result but you've got to hope some of those stats go your way Dean now on the right hand side in so much space Kai Teal had swapped wings to deal with him Webb heads away and the referee actually gives a free kick uh, for Kieran Jones Hitchin might have been able to break there though there's a little scuffle in the box and Hitchin will take quickly into Alex Brown Brown now checks back in onto his left foot across into Kieran Jones, who you almost feel sorry for at times. He's on the side of the defence that isn't being targeted, that isn't yeah. making the mistakes. He's playing all the perfect passes, but nothing to show for it. Smith across into Alex Brown. They've got to try and get him on the ball, get him forward, linking up the passes with his brother as they do now. He, he turns away. And surely a foul on him. It looked like there was a shirt pull. The referee does oblige to the Hitchin. <laughs> Much to the fault. <laughs> give that. him an ironic cheer. Yeah. Deserved one. Mm. So another free kick for the Canaries, who still had a good amount of possession, to be fair, since going 2-0 down. And they'll get everyone forward now, apart from Cody Cut-Stevens Looks like it's gonna be, Looks like it's going to be Alex Brown going to take this one. This could be Brown interesting. Brown and Teal over it. The referee says, let's get moving. And Hitchin nope. will agree. Teal to take. Swung in towards the back, posing for Kieran Jones. Foul. Fall to down Webb. And yeah, it was a foul. There's definitely a bit of shirt pulling in there from some of these Hitchin players. Dan Webb looks bemused, but I think that was always going to be given by the eagle-eyed assistant referee. Colville goalkeeper take yet another goal kick. Hasn't always been plain sailing for him this season. Conceded five to Rushton and Diamonds in... Uh, sorry, scored five against Rushton and Diamonds, but haven't had many clean sheets of Colville, which Hitchin will try and take to their advantage. But the way they've attacked, you can see that the defence probably haven't been challenged in many games. Jones hooks Absolutely. one over the top into Luke Brown, nicely played into Smith. Wide to Caldicott Stevens. Just turning back on themselves, going back into the defence, which you saw a lot in that Sydney. It's penalty defeat in the League Cup. Yeah. Both sides knocked out of that in the first qualifying round. And both knocked out of the FA Cup at the second qualifying round as a 4 2 loss to Brackley for Colville now Dan Webb move forward across into Kieran Jones 
Chin remaining subdued. He plays it over the top. Dink. It's a Luke Brown, though. Onto his left, just on the edge of the box. He holds the ball up, looking for some options. He finds his brother. There's a few in the box now. He swings it in for Lewis Barker. Oh, dear. Hits his body straight up in the air, and it's gone out for a goal kick. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. That went higher than it went further, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, that one did. Never mind, Lewis. As I say, a, a goal from him is certainly a collector's item. That's put in a rather nice way. He did score a nice penalty, though, against St. Neitz, to be fair. Yeah, he did. I'll oh, give him that. He slotted one in. Who's, who scored in? Him and Alex Brown, didn't they? Him and Alex Brown scored, yeah. Boom. Goal kick taken by Bukowski. You are listening to HDFC Radio. It's Hitch nil, Colville 2. And now Teal and England under 21s, by the way, also in action. They've had Rian Bruce the centre-off, but Emil Smith-Rowe <laughs> has scored. And they're beating Go Andorra on, by one goal to nil. Always oh, good to see with two gooners here in the commentary box. There was a foul just there from Hitchin. Colville have a free kick uh, just inside their half. Five minutes to play until half-time. Well, we'll put on a bit more music for you. We'll let you take control of that. I had a bit of the pre-match uh, be reggae on then. tune, so you can put some stuff on at halftime. Cheer some people up, you know. That's right. Cheer yeah. some itching fans up. Cheer up Callum listening. I'll see what I can dig out. Colville again now with Alex Dean. Played wide, but they are just do look streets ahead at the moment. They look like a much better side. They yeah. know each other's game well. They've got a, a set style they like to play and you can't really say the same about Hitchin. No, at the moment, yeah, at the moment we're just sort of finding it difficult but we, we have had a, a left upper cut and a, and, a, and a right to the jaw as well with the, with the departure of a, a couple of players you know, and um, it, they are players that make a difference unfortunately and uh, we can feel the difference. I wonder if Alex Marsh is listening in as well, obviously many teams play Tuesday night, Wednesday night in the League and Marshy said, are you listening in on those long nights in the office? So let us know <coughs> if you are. Yeah, his brother's got the number two shirt on. Mm. And Callum as well. We want your James Bond suggestion as well. Which Hitchin Town player should be the next James Bond? <laughs> That's what, and the rest of you Hitchin fans listening in as well. Colville, if you want to do it as well, says a shout for the penalty. Not Referee chance. waves the peels away and it can be cleared. But what's a, a loud shout back there? Now Robertson across the box. Uh, Robertson picks it up again. In that played wide into Elliot Putman. Colville looking very, very comfortable here. Yeah, they're moving the ball around very well, aren't they? Towers again, a very, yeah. very experienced player across non-league, a long career. He's been at the club since 2016. Another midfielder with a with an eye for goal, but he hasn't been allowed those opportunities yet. Very casual, just passing it over the back, defender, defender. There's yeah. not even a hitching player in their half. Yeah, oh, there is now. Luke, Luke Brown's Brown. jogged in there, and that's what happens. It is, at the moment, it's that it's a 4-5-1 for the Canaries, with Luke Brown, who's the number 10 by trade, as the lone striker. And So yeah. his questions will be asked if you're listening at home and if you're watching in. Questions will be asked at the moment. Well, I'd have thought so. I mean, we're two down, you know, you've yeah. got, to, got to do something, got to push it forward. I'd rather be three down, making an effort it, to get back into the game. It's a walking football match at the moment. Hitchin almost look too scared to, to, to run forward from their halfway line. Luke Brown finally does now to try and apply some pressure, but Colville just hit long the ball, ball long and there it's flicked over. And they all almost get a chance from it as well. Key out wide into... Uh, into Luke Shaw, who scored the opener. Shaw taking on a Hanaku ball, crossed in from Putman, and it almost found the found the corner of the net. 
behind for a goal kick, but that's what happens. The space was allowed and almost ended up in the bottom corner. Yeah, it seems as soon as Coville are getting a sniff, you know, it's sort of like a heart in hand, you know, <laughs> for, for Hitchin supporters. But uh, yeah, so far it's only two. Two minutes to play then. And Hitchin will remain in 17th with a defeat, but then you've got a big round of midweek fixtures coming up tomorrow. So who knows where we'll be by the end of that. And Luke Brown shoulders it wide into Lewis Barker, who takes a tumble. And the, the linesman actually says, yes, that's a foul. He insisted to the yeah, referee yeah. Well to done, agree Ryan. with him. And Hitchin fans will be pleased. The Colville faithful certainly weren't. But fair play to the referee for allowing the linesman to overrule him. Cody Cut Stevens will take this. And there are plenty of players up in there. There's just over a minute to play, plus any injury time. There's going to be a Come little on, bit Josh. added on. Cody Cut Stevens to take. Crossed in. It's a good ball, and it's beaten everyone. There's another foul in there. It's these silly little errors in there for Hitchin. Yeah. Unnecessary, man. Yeah. And it will be a free kick for Colville, who will just try and close out this first half. A half the first half of it, Hitchin... Had more of the possession, they playing the better football, and those two goals in two minutes, Luke Shaw and Tim Berridge has turned the game on its head, and it's the same old story for Hitchin, conceding in, in clusters of goals, and that's the hardest way to do it. Yeah, I mean to be fair to to be to be fair to Hanako, he's, he's he's upped his game a little bit now. Um, he seems to be playing a little bit of a tighter right back, maybe where he feels comfortable, maybe he can pretend he's a centre back. Um, but he's, he's, he's improved but definitely um, his errors that led to both goals Lung from Bukowski and now forward over the top looking for uh, Berridge Berridge into the box now on his right foot it's all oh too dear. easy he's going to trip one to the back post almost finds Luke Shaw but it was headed away Shaw picks it up now taking on Hanaku now Elliot Putman Putman wide again into Shaw been all Colville towards the end of this first half ever it's since they scored sure again to McGlinchley on the edge of the box he's going to dig out a shot it's deflected behind for a goal kick Blimey. there's going to be one minute of added time Croatia 1 Slovakia 2 in the World Cup qualification Wales leading one goal to nil against Estonia in a key game for them and that's half time in Estonia and it's very nearly half time here as well just to confirm it is a corner to Colville and uh, they're taking their time about it but the number three is jogging over there uh, now to go and take it for them obviously in no rush at all yeah Putman who made the move across Leicestershire from Barwell earlier this season he's going to take this so it's going to be left footed last act of the first half it's going to be swinging into a Charlie Horlock's goal each of the problems with these this season I can tell you Putman to take deep right in the mm. center spot of the box just where you want it and they climbed high it was a Colville head on the ball but it went behind for a goal kick and that'll be that for a disappointing first half from Hitchin's perspective I would have thought so well to be fair which they haven't played that badly really it was just those two sort of moments it's going very well I can tell you until that goal from Luke Shaw and when you get a goal in that style as well a beautiful right-footed strike I think it clipped the post on the way in on the edge of the box. It oh, just great. lifts the rest of the team. And it was then a, a pinpoint cross by Elliot Putman, headed in easily enough by Tim Berridge for his sixth goal of the season. And that was that. And that may be that for the entire game. It's a big halftime team talk. I wonder if Mr. Donnelly fancies going in there. Except <laughs> <laughs> we've called upon his services a couple of times this season. Yeah, we have, yeah. I think he's just going to enjoy a nice cup of tea and a chat in this game. 
Brown again just to play forward. It's one back though, and Laurie Marsh sticking his head on the line. Now Cody got Stevens. I had to change his shirt. Right, yeah, I just noticed that. And that will be half time. Disappointment. Reigning supreme again for Hitchin. They're trailing by two goals to nil against Colville Town. Goals from Luke Shaw and Tim Berridge. As I just said, two goals in two minutes, and that's the difference. Yeah, no, that's, that is the difference. And just a continuous press from Colville, and their, their, their pressure has, built, has paid off. Uh, how many times have we said it, though? You yeah, know, I know it's going to be a thing. Very well for a spell, and then one defensive. Error, two defensive errors, and it's a long way back. Yeah, it, it, it is. But like I said, I can't, I can't really punish Hanaku because he's he's playing out of position. He's just coming back, uh, and you're up against that. I mean, Shaw's been absolutely deadly down this left hand side, and uh, once he once he got the skinning of, uh, of of him, that was it. You know, um, I, I'd like to see uh, uh, maybe a little shuffle around or something, something happen. Because um, you've got to attack back. now, haven't you? We well. got to attack. Got I would have thought forward. so. Uh, also, also, the music's down to you, I'm afraid, because I've just drew a blank. So I've got the uh, I've got the other iPad with me today, which um, doesn't actually have any music on oh, it at all. Okay, well, we'll get some reggae on in your honour anyway. Well, we hope this cheers you up at the break. If you're a Colville fan, you're in high spirits anyway. We'll see you in about 15 minutes. Bye. Yeah. Back on HDFC Radio, away from that bliss of some half-time tunes, which I'm sure they've been well needed for many Hitchin fans. Callum Stairs being in touch once again, and he said that Dan Webb could be the next James Bond. I can see that in some ways, you know. Yeah, Captain well Cool at the back. Well, well let's, let's hope he's Captain Cool and, and can turn it round for Hitchin in this second half. Hitchin's still not out yet. No, it's going to be a long old half-time team talk, an important half-time team talk too. This is HDFC Radio. I'm Freddie Cardi. And to my right, Marikola Yonich will be giving you full second half live and exclusive commentary of Hitchin Town. Nil, Colville 2, Hitchin with a lot on their shoulders in this second 45. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's theirs to throw away, really, isn't it? And, uh, and it's Hitchin's to come out and do something about it. Would like to give a, an extra little special shout out to a real good friend of mine who came all the way over to Japan to see me when I was living over there. Oh, wow. um, Steve McDonough, he's an absolute blinding geezer, but I wouldn't buy a car from him. Anyway, Steve, <laughs> glad. <laughs> no, I didn't mean know, that. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, thanks for joining us, Steve. All the best, mate. I, I believe he's a, a Notts County fan. He'll love that one and all because he's a Forest fan. <laughs> trying to think what I know about North but Forest definitely Forest they've had a difficult season haven't yeah, they no, definitely, sacking definitely Chris Hewton they've brought in Steve Cooper haven't they but yeah. they'll be alright they'll be on the up soon hopefully but yeah thank you for listening Steve Hitchin still not out yet from the tunnels Colville no, would have been the most not. difficult half time half time team talk for them I can tell you I might go and put a kit on myself actually maybe that's what Berkey's doing trying to rustle up a team in there <laughs> running around the ground where's trying to Brett, find someone Brett? oh Brett's down yeah. there yeah <laughs> He'd come on another He'd go. He'd fancy this. He'd have been in this position many times. Yeah, yeah, he the would Canaries. Have I wonder if it had been uh, red carded yet. Definitely yellow carded that is already. True. Yeah. Oh yeah, yellow card's just a guarantee. guarantee. You can almost mark that on your team sheet just when you see his name and then wait, nice. <laughs> wait for the second one. Hopefully, we'll be able to catch up with him afterwards. But be nice. it's going to be another interview, Mike Burke. That's going to be a difficult one, I suppose. Well, I'm not sure he's going to come dancing over here straight oh, we, away. We but go, um, we're getting him today. I yeah. tell you, we're getting him. Right, and I'm going to wait because there's some questions that the Hitchin fans are going to want some answers as well. Yeah, I, I would have thought you. so. Yeah, I would have thought so, Freddie. You've got them all lined up in, in carriages waiting for him, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, if you do have any questions for work, you do feel free to let us know as well because uh, we do. We will ask him. Yeah, if you've got anything of note, then we will 
put your questions to him, but otherwise keep your messages coming in, shout-outs or anything. Even if you want to shout-out someone else who you know is listening in, uh, then do let us know. Website or Twitter uh, is the best way uh, to find us. Uh, but Hitchin now back out, and it doesn't look like they're making any subs, which is perhaps surprising. I know they like to leave it a little later sometimes, but... Yeah, maybe they've had like an internal shuffle and moved players about a bit. Like I said, you know, maybe they've uh, decided to go for sort of three holding centre forwards and stick um, and stick um, Marshy out on the on the right-hand side. Well, we'll have to see, but Hitchin go for a rather long and extended post-half-time warm-up, but... Lewis Barker, one of our last men out now. Michael Jones as well, and the physios, Sam out are all out there. God, he got Stephen, still the man with no number, but Colville out there at least two, three minutes before the Canaries, and I suppose a very easy half-time team talk for Adam Stevens. Yeah, really. I, 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 you know, just keep doing more of the same, really, and uh, and keep exploiting, keep exploiting that uh, that right-hand side. Third goal kills the game, yes or no? Oh, absolutely. Third goal kills the game if it ain't already dead. Mm. I'd like to see Hitchin come back at, uh, into the game, of course, being a Hitchin fan, but I just don't know how they're going to do it. It's Colville then to get the teams underway for the second half. Charlie Hall looked just big and stuff. Germaline just came floating by. Did you smell that? That must have, someone's opened the dressing room doors. Yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> yeah, you get are. all the deep heat and everything coming out, don't you? You get a big for that Mark yeah. Burke is out too late so yep. he's having a couple of sweets and just having a chat chat with Stan George you Stan and, and another guy over there it's interesting what will be said at the moment but you wonder Mark Burke not over in the dugout yet he'll have to do the long walk around the pitch and Hitchin have to get this next goal um, it's absolutely crucial to have any chance left yes, in this one they'll take a draw now that'll be their second in a couple of games but Burke yep. he's going to stroll round and See how things go in the first couple of minutes of the second half. Don't go anywhere on HDFC Radio, though. Whoever you support, this game is never quite over. No, it ain't going to be over yet. Mm. Colville there playing it around at the start of the second half. Back uh, in their defence with Christopher Robertson. Looked like there was a foul there. There wasn't Putman. <laughs> Kai Teal, who just pick up the odd yellow card, actually, Teal. He's got a little bit of a feisty side to him sometimes, which you need from yeah, a player God. like him. He'll take people on and get down the flanks. They're not always the, the most tough tackling or aggressive footballers. Colville now with the free kick for Putman. Putman forward. Ball's just held up a little bit. It's not very windy. It's a bit of a surprise to see that. That might have just been the, the natural flight of it. McGlinchley takes it out on the wing he can play on the wing or attacking midfield he plays it down the right for Colville who are kicking from left to right in front of us where we're watching this one and commentating from in the second half and they've got an early corner as well so a good start for the Ravens nicknamed the Ravens by the way uh, because originally they were uh, they were known as I will get this up somewhere. You will get it, Freddie. It's I, on that here, I've got I tell confidence. you. There's always too much on here. Ravenston Miners Athletic, their first name was in 1926. So that's where the Ravens nickname comes from. Blimey. It's been a mining town, Colville, since the medieval ages. So that explains the name. Quite literally, a Colville, Colville. Until the five collieries closed down in the in the 1980s. And 
courtesy of Margaret Thatcher. Yes, but, that, but that uh, era. anyway, yeah, that's my, right bang in my era. I'm sure, some of these Suffered Ogle fans will remember that as well. But the name stays as they cross one in. It's flicked on the near post and almost finds the bottom corner as well. Comes to the edge of the box, shot comes in. It's still in there. And Good it's saved well by Charlie Horlock. Someone needs to clear it though. It's gone behind for a corner. And somehow, <laughs> Colville don't have a third. Oh, mate, I tell you, that was a good save for Horlock to get down there. It's really tight to his right, uh, and he managed to throw that weight all down on the floor and get that ball round the, round the post. So, uh, Hitchin can breathe for now. For now. Another corner for Colville, this time on the other side. Uh, Dwayne uh, Pipes, is any half-time subs? Uh, nothing, Dwayne. Which is a little surprising. Even Colburn might look to freshen some legs. There's some good players on the bench as well that they they could call upon, but nothing from either side to report. We will let you know. Yeah, terrible corner there. Just be just you know played in and just yeah. knocked out straight away. Yeah, contrasted the previous one that very very nearly ended up in the back of the net. Yeah, an earlier free for Hitchin. Maybe a little bit of fortune on their side at the start the second half. Tonight's attendance, by the way, 424 for a, a Monday night, cold Monday night, the opposition coming down from, from Leicestershire. What a fantastic crowd that is. Yeah, no, great numbers, isn't it? Superb. Well done, everybody. Dan Webb now, out to Sam McCoy, Hanaku, plays it down the right-hand side, looking for Cody got Stevens. It now falls to Luke Brown, into Lewis Barker, those two knocking the ball around. It's hooked away by Robertson and controlled nicely by Michael Jones nothing special over there in the dugout but did the job effective he's in shorts by the way I'd like to see how long that lasts I wonder if there's any bets going but that is impressive yeah well we can start a book on it when will when will Jonesy wear his trousers Jamie Smith of Hitchintown Women's listening in again and why wow what a Sunday they had both teams won Brilliant. the 11-1-3-1 the Canaries an 8-1 win so wow. fantastic for them and yeah they really are on the up you know, all the managers doing a great job and it's great as well I was down there the other day both teams were playing at home and they both stay around to watch each other as well which is fantastic Good. cheering each other on there's a a real togetherness among about the two squads and I know they are looking for a goalkeeper they're looking for a coach as well so to get involved if, if you're up for a bit of that but great club to be a part of we've been very fortunate to cover them a couple of times and good to oh, see yes. they're on the up excellent yeah thanks guys good support always England yes. under 21s have won beaten Andorra 1-0 Holland now four goals up against uh, Gibraltar wow. a throw in for Alex Brown first time Hitchin have really been able to progress the ball forward down on, on the left for the Canaries played about five minutes at the start of the second half, still 2-0 to the visitors. Alex Brown to take the throw in. Halfway inside Colville's half. He's just waiting for the right options. Doesn't really look like Hitchin have changed their shape either, so I imagine a change of mentality maybe was called upon by Mark Burke. Now Jones up inside the half. He turns, slots back into Dan Webb. And the captain's armband again, he finds Ryan Smith on the right-hand side of midfield takes over the halfway line, finds Kai Teal, gives the ball back to him, but it's won back by oh. Billy Key. We haven't said his name too much as well. He can be a, a crucial player, their top scorer <laughs> this season in the league of seven goals. He was uh, <coughs> also scored seven goals at youth level for Northern Ireland for the under-19s and under-21s under while he was coming through Leicester's academy. So an idea of his calibre. Played for Burton, Scun Scunthorpe, Mansfield. Uh, then dropped into non-league after leaving Accrington Stanley as well. So a couple Accrington of former... Stanley? Who are they? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said when he left them. 
Jones. There'll be a lot of listeners, well, mine included, too young to remember that, but it's a classic clip on YouTube. You can yes, go and find is. that, that advert. Here's a Hanaku into Kai Teal. <coughs> I hope that would have been a nice blast on the past of a few listeners. Germany have broken the deadlock against North Macedonia. Of course, that underdog side and the Euros did so well mm. getting there. Just fell a little short in the end, but they're losing to Germany now. They did beat Germany, though, earlier this year in a surprising victory. Here's a Hanaku again. Nice skill from him. Drop of the shoulder, running down the right-hand side. Adjusting to this new position asked of him by Mark Burke. Teal again chipped over nicely into Lewis Barker. He's got the legs to run onto it. Barker across the box, oh, nearly finding lucky. Luke Brown. There's no one on the edge. And Kai Teal, in fact, committing a foul. Havertz, the scorer for Germany, and the ball's behind for a goal kick. Disappointing there for Hitchin. There was no one on the edge of the box to capitalise. Yeah, no, Luke, Luke Brown was in there just, just arriving a little bit too late. But uh, nice to see Hitchin yeah. getting forward. Yeah, it's better. That ball's that split the line for Barker to run onto. That where Ryan Smith can be really useful. In that, in that case, it was uh, a Hanaku splitting the defence, which you need a lot more of that. As we say, have to grab the next goal in this one, or it's going to be a sixth straight win for Colville Town, and, and they'll go temporarily three points behind Peterborough Sports, who are superior in goal difference too. But catching up slowly but surely at the top of the table. Only one team goes up automatically. The ball's being pinged around now. Kieran Jones will go over and deal with that over the Canary Kitchen. We've just got a couple of nice fairy lights up on that container. Yeah, so illuminating, illuminating over there is a good cue. Great food, by the way. Yes, they're smashing it. Still at the top of the chip review after St. Neers pulled out all the stops for us, to be fair. They did, yeah. They were very good. They it's a curry sauce that swung it for me. Was it was really good curry yeah. sauce. There aren't enough grounds in non-league, especially where, where we are. I'm sure there'll be Colville fans listening in who are accustomed to a bit more of that. But yeah. here, in, here in leafy Hertfordshire, there is, there is not enough curry sauce, I can no. tell you. So Needs to have a good bit of... St. Neers did well. Yeah, they definitely. But, of course, a few away trips will... The further north you get, the better the food. So a lot of the time you can you can find. But Canary Kitchen doing a great job. Now Alex Brown cleared away up over the top. We've played 53 minutes in the second half. 2-0 to the visitors. Well, got Stevens bringing it down. Nice cushioned header into Ryan Smith. Smith just on the halfway line. Checks back in and plays it into uh, Hanaku. And now... It's Luke Brown trying to come forward for uh, Hitchin. He plays back into uh, Alex Brown. And those two exchanging passes once again. And one two being played for a third time. Alex Brown now onto the edge of the box. Drills the ball in, looking oh. for Lewis Barker, and it can be cleared. Hitchin looking a bit more promising, a bit back to normal in yep. the second half, and good normal as well. Appreciated by the supporters there that are now uh, accumulating by the Bedford Road end. Alex Brown to take this one again for the Canaries. Pitching were to win today. They go up to 14th ahead of the other midweek fixtures. And a long way ahead of the relegation zone. Not the case. They've got a lot of work to, to get anything out of this as the ball's headed nicely out for a goal kick. Benefiting Thomas Bukowski, who's had a very, very quiet night so far. Yeah, really, So he's going to be shivering a bit, to be fair, because it's a cold one and he's standing around with very little to do. Uh, just to answer Dwayne Pipes, who's uh, kindly texting any half-time subs, the answer to that is a very simple no, Dwayne. Uh, we're uh, we're both very surprised at that ourselves. Mm. But uh, Off, Often we see that, though, with Mark Burke. He's reluctant yeah. to change till 60 or 65th, if not later, you know, and yeah. sometimes he'll only bring one sub on, and maybe that reflects the, 
the people who are on the bench, but tonight it's a lot stronger. The Silver, Snee, Malachi, Black, Georgiou yeah. and, and Gordon Douglas. I think you've got a little bit more if you are just dropping the Silver to the bench. You've got someone to bring on. Yeah, well, at least that. I mean, I feel De Silva should be on. Yeah, so do I. In all honesty, here's it's Ryan smudged. Smith. Now, Cody got Stevens without a number. But luckily, we can tell him apart easily enough in the midfield. Now, a Hanaku back into Kai Teal. Teal's going to shoot from range, Ooh, and he's tipped onto the crossbar. The goalkeeper really should have done a little bit better, but it, it, it was at a nice enough height for him. But it just hit the wrong part of his gloves and cannoned up onto the crossbar. On paper, it's a good save, but he very nearly made that mistake. Well, it's a great hit as well from Kai Teal, and it? He's really belted that. Absolutely stuck his boot through it. Yeah, fantastic from Teal. Hitchin need a lot more of that where that came from. So a corner to Hitchin now, which is going to be taken by that man Teal. It's short, Luke looking Brown for Luke. Into the box, almost brought down. Brown still digs the ball in, and it's saved easily by Bukowski. Hitchin suddenly having one of these good spells. Can they capitalise from it? Still 2-0, but very nearly getting right back into this game at top field. Colville have to weather the storm at the moment. 55 minutes in. Jones now tracking back, defending to do for him. He might just see this out. No, he's going to turn away oh, from cheeky. Berridge. Fantastic from him. He's one of those players who's just so composed on the ball. Yeah, he is. He's really good. Really Nerves good. of steel, but he's got the composure to show for it too. Here's McGlinchley running through, taking on Kai Teal. Slips it into uh, Berridge. He was brought down. He retains the possession though. And Kieran Jones once again steps back and can clear it away. Fantastic from him. Yeah, well done. Now Alex Dean again back into his defence with uh, Jake Eggleton, a pacey young centre-back who was a former professional at West Ham. I think I presume at academy level that spells with Hendon, Hampton and Richmond as well in non-league before joining Colville. Now Kieran oh, Jones is giving this away after talking him up. Here's Berridge on the edge of the box, played wide into Luke Shaw. Can he make it free? No, it's a great challenge by Ahanaku, making up for that earlier error in some ways. Now Kai Teal can bring it away. Yeah, I mean, Ahanaku's, like I say, he's pulling, pulling, these, uh, pulling his game out now, and we definitely need it. Yeah, much better from Hitchin. Started the second half very well after almost going a third behind by yeah. that chance. Now Dan Webb. He's got Kieran Jones to his left. He'll play the ball along the floor. Tan Akabin, by the way, injured against St. Neots and hasn't recovered in time for today. Sat out Saturday as well. Furlong still hasn't recovered from his injury too. Luckily, oh, Hitchin nice not missing him play. too much. Luke Brown is offside as he runs into the penalty area. Been caught off a couple times, but Hitchin into these better positions on the edge of the box. Yeah, it's definitely getting better. So this commentary, if you're going to miss any of it, it's going to be available as a Canary Club podcast. You can search for that on all podcast platforms and then we'll be bringing you out episode 52 of the podcast uh, tomorrow afternoon. So you can look forward to that. We'll be looking back on this game and, of course, hearing from Mark Burke as well, plus all of the other big talking points from the world of football. <coughs> now Charlie Horlock just, just plays it easily into Dan Webb, who was jogging along the back of the six-yard box and he plays into a Hanaku given away in the... Ball's hit first time straight back over the top, which is a, a bit a bit strange for Colville. Normally he'd have a touch there and play it around, but maybe a little rushed and at the start of this second half. Callum Stead 
said no subs Berkey will sub you off if you're on a brace never never <laughs> lets you get a hat trick we remember fond memories of that in pre-season oh, and he's we? absolutely 100% correct as well I remember that well, didn't he get three braces in that in that season he was subbed off every time yeah I know it so it's brilliant. an Alex Ferguson Ber trick and Berkey's it? saying oh he's got a hamstring problem yeah so that's very true from Callum to be fair he's got to wait for someone to score two Oh, you'd have some. I bet you'd have someone, right? They're on their 99. They're on their last game for Hitchin. They've got 99 goals, and Berkey will sub them off. And Hitchin will be five nil up. They'll get a penalty. Off he goes, son. Worried about your injuries. He's a he's a ruthless manager when he needs to be. Yeah, there's a lot of ifs there, mate. <laughs> five nil. Who said five nil? Who said five nil? Ryan Smith's going to leave this one for. Akabween, Akabween back into Webb, says get on with it a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. And he plays right. into Kieran Jones, a lot of passes going along the back. He's just having a chat with Ahanaku. It's a tough night for him, as you say. And now Cody got Stevens. Alex Brown, get your head up and move. He's going to do so down the left-hand side. Switch. Brown still. He did have oh. Laurie Marshall company. He just overran it in the end. Not great from Alex Brown, uncharacteristic of him. Now the ball's over the top, headed away crucially by Kieran Jones as there were players in behind. Now Billy Key. Thanks, says Marsh. Yeah, gives the ball away out for a throw in it to take the last touch of him. We've played over 15 minutes in the second 45. Hitchin still trail two goals to the good. After drawing uh, for the first time in the league on Saturday. By the way, Hitchin Town delighted to announce their participation in the Generation Cup. It's a special competition uh, that's been set up to commemorate the 150th anniversary of the FA Cup. And we'll be telling you all about that on Saturday's commentary at halftime. We'll be joined by Mr Hitchin Town, Roy Izzard, to talk us through uh, everything you need to know about that tournament. Very, very interesting indeed. Very exciting too. And yeah. of course, HCFC Radio will be there. So make sure you're tuning in on Saturday. There's a foul here. Here we go. The crowd's helped that one, I'll tell you. The crowd roared and sneered at him as he, uh, as he plummeted into uh, Josh Coldicott-Stevens. So a throw, uh, free kick for Hanaku. And things just going Hitchens' way a little bit more in this second half, you've got to say. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they can push a little bit more towards Hitchens' way as well because we could do with a little bit of the rubber to green. Culver did lose their last game. 3-1 defeat to Stourbridge when they put out that side mostly formed of under under 21 players so 3 and defeat well Kyle Jardine scored the consolation their last league game a 1-0 win over Biggleswey Town in which Tim Berridge scored the winner he's also scored the second today now for Kyle Teal to take nice Teal and deep Kyle stepping up for it so interesting technique and it's headed away very easily by Joe Doyle Charles who's in his third year at the club now Cody got Stevens. Oh, it's oh, a mix-up with Alex Brown and uh, Tim Berridge was running through very, very nearly a problem. Luckily, Hitchin managed to sort it out just in time. The communication non-existent between Cody got Stevens and Alex Brown, who controls it now nicely in his pink boots. Brown crossing one in, no. looking for his brother again. That's where I'm sure if there was a heat map, that's where the passes are going. They only pass to each other half the time. Yeah, but that one didn't work at all. He not only needed a heat map, he needed a giraffe's neck to get hold of that one. <laughs> he certainly didn't have either of those. At the moment, you've got to say, we're going to keep looking at the bench because we're still not quite seeing it from Hitchin, apart from that long effort from Kai Teal, a couple of half-quarter chances even, but 
still very little to show for Hitchin's <coughs> efforts at the moment. What would you What would you do, Freddie? I mean, I see we're both in agreement that we should bring on De Silva. I think we've got to lighten the load in midfield a little bit. To be fair, I think you could you could go without Laurie Marsh at this point, put on Rio De Silva and drop someone. You know, at the moment it's it's almost Laurie Marsh, Kai Teal and and Luke, and Luke Brown as a front three. And you, yeah. <laughs> you question that, don't you? So I get De Silva and I drop Teal just in behind Luke Brown and uh, Rio De Silva yeah. as a front two and go back to that flat midfield three, but. What do I know, of course? Of course. Well, that's, what, that's what I'd go for anyway. Go yeah. back to that more natural formation. You get a bit more attacking-wise. I'd still be comfortable with that in midfield as well. And no problems defensively, but no changes so far. No. Throwing taken now for Colville. Alex Dean again. He finds it's Billy Key going turn. on an amazing run now. Oh, McGlinchey slots one through. Kiteel plays it back into Charlie Horlock, who picks it up, shout for a back pass, he might have had an appeal for there, the whole Colville dugout were appealing for one too and I don't think that's a bad shout because it was stabbed back towards Charlie Horlock you can feign innocence but on yeah, once your day, intention, once your intention is to pass it back to the goalkeeper, it's a back mm, pass isn't on it? On another day he might not have got away with that the same way so, don't pick this one up Charlie, whatever you do no he doesn't <laughs> will swing the ball away. Belarus nil Czech Republic 2, one of the uh, World Cup qualifiers coming to the closing stages of them. Wales still lead Estonia by one goal to nil on a massive oh game there after. Hitchin just trying to get on the front foot really quickly by taking a quick throw in, but the uh, the punt back from uh, from Luke Brown has just given the ball away, so it's uh, Colville who's going to have a throw in. Yeah, throw in for Elliot Putman. <coughs> Colville very much slowing this down. Looks like they've got a couple of tired legs out there as well. I can just see Alex Dean just down on his haunches a, a little bit. We've got about 25 minutes left at top field. Shout for a foul on Ryan Swift. Looked like there's a little mm. push in the back. Now Luke Brown playing forward into Laurie Marsh. Back into Smith. This is well worked. It's Alex Brown now on the edge of the box. What's he got in his locker? He gets into the box. He's almost fouled. He's still going. Back heel by Laurie Marsh and Colville can come away with the ball, let off again. It's well defended eventually. Good itching move though. Oh, what a little bit of play that is. He just chopped in oh. onto his left foot, did Dean. Just a great bit of skill from him to take it away from the defender. That's the confidence using in this Colville side. And he's won five on the bounce in the league. Here is Key again. Key wide into McGlinchley. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a shot here. Tom McGlinchley gets into the box and mm. he blasts the ball wide. Yeah, I think that was a fair bit wide, to be fair. looked it looks closer than it was from where we're sitting. Yeah, so Charlie Horlock can pick the ball up and put it down for a, a goal kick. No sign of action from either dugout at the moment. Hitchin will face Needham Market at home on Saturday. Needham, another relegation contender. So that's a real six-pointer for both of those sides. That will, of course, be live and exclusive right here on HTFC Radio, same place, and that will be on air. Well Quarter done. Three. Here's Lewis Barker across into Laurie Marsh. As the edge of the box, he's going to shoot. Oh. And it's wide. It took a while to reach the <laughs> net. It took agonisingly a long time, and it just disappeared wide of the goalkeeper's post. Oh, yeah, Bakoski was, uh, was flying through the air there, crucially. Uh, uh, he weren't going to get there, I'll tell you, but it was just sort of, uh, just sort of shy of the post. Hitchin nearly coming back into this one. That's all it's been, though. It's been these long efforts, the, the real shots on goal. Yeah. 
<coughs> well, hopefully one of them's going to go in at some point. We've got players out there who will oblige. Sure, Cody, you know, all that midfield three, if you like. Uh, Cody Cuts, Evans, Barker and Smith will all shoot from range. Luke Brown, of course, will. And Kai Teal's got a sledgehammer of a right foot when he needs it too. Here's yeah, Charlie yes. Hallock playing into Laurie Marsh, chesting it down perfectly. Good from the Canaries. Here's Ryan Smith into That's Luke better. Brown. Almost nutmegs uh, Eggleton, who can play out to Dean. Tackle well by Laurie Marsh. He's putting a, in a real shift today, especially in this second 45. So the throw-in is with Colville down on this uh, near side, about on the halfway line, looking for a bit of movement. They're, uh, they're in no real rush, but who'd blame them? It's been fairly easy going for them so far. Laurie Marsh wins this header. Kieran Jones dispossessed now, but Cody Cott-Stevens can try and bring it, it forward. Stevens still playing it across into a Hanaku. Oh, back again. Here we, we go, go. Back, back into Webb. This will go back into Charlie Horlock, which it does. Horlock now to clear in that maroon goalkeeper strip a lot on that but no one running onto it and there you go Bukowski has only made that one real save that vicious effort from Kai Tiel that he tipped onto the crossbar so close to to ballooning up into the top corner on another day it's been a lot of on another days today I can tell you because <laughs> yeah any other day but a day luck not going Hitchens way so far just need one of these efforts but also you can't be reliant on long strikes as well you know you've got to create these clear chances as as Colville had yeah, but well, no, I've seen some nice one-touch football from Itchin actually today, and they've just been, like I say, been unlucky with the rubber to green. Towers again, a skipper for Colville into uh, Joe Doyle Charles. Latvia beating Turkey by goals, and a little upset springing up there. Mm. Ball's played forward, oh, it's way too ball. easy from Kieran Jones to let Berridge in behind. He's going to run into the box now, he plays it across the box, Good Charlie Hollock gets a strong hand, and it's shot towards goal chested down easily enough by Kieran Jones making the lament there anyhow Horlock didn't get a hand on that it fell straight yeah. into the path of the onrushing Shaw who was going to bag his second of the game yeah very close to doing just so luck on Hitchin's side there Charlie Horlock doing the right thing palming it out into space and luckily he had defenders around who were able to clear the second wall shout for a handball here and the yeah, referee thought about hard. blowing the whistle on the Hanaku but doesn't and Dan Webb can play across into Kieran Jones, the fairly young centre-back that has had a trial at Kidderminster earlier in pre-season, which he got turned down from. And but back with the Canaries, he was at Gloucester City in the National League South last year. I think on loan from the Canaries in some kind of deal, but he's been waiting in the wings for a while, mainly because he's been at those higher, higher sides and he stepped into this side also easily. Jones now into. Alex Brown goes right lot. in front of him. Kieran yeah. Jones is a James Bond? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was simple, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I haven't quite heard yours, though, yet, have we? No, I, s I said Steve Corley because he looked like the bloke you put a picture up of. Daniel I lost Craig, that's I lost very kind for Steve, I lost, to be um, fair. Uh, yeah, Steve Corley's all right, he's a good geezer. Um, <laughs> but I lost James Bond after Roger Moore, so I'm not really a, a, yeah. an expert to say anything. No, we're all watching them through in my house at the moment. Obviously, we've just been to see the new one, but we're still on the on the Moors at the moment, and the Roger Moore's going through chronologically. And oh, yeah? Yeah. Live and to let be die, fair, mate. if I could only watch the old ones... Rather than the new ones, I think I'd go for the old ones. They are just brilliant, aren't they? Yeah, it's more corny and crass, which is what James Bond's all about, yeah. really, isn't it? You know. 
same old plots, everyone, but that's what we love. As it's been the same old plot today at times with Hitchin as well. There's <laughs> a good start to the game, two goals in quick succession, and then a fight <coughs> to try and get back in the goal. Oh, and the game is cold. We've got Steven slides in, takes a lot of jo Doyle Charles and none of the ball. The referee very lenient, to be fair. Yeah, that would have got a whistle from me, I'm afraid. <laughs> ball worked wide now by Berridge out into Luke Shaw. Scored a fantastic goal to open up <laughs> the game today. His third mm. in the league. He tried to do that to Ohanaku again, slip it past him, but Ohanaku was wise to it. His web to clear, looking for Luke Brown, who heads it back in his midfield. This is not the players up there that are required. As Ohanaku took a touch of him, and it's out for a throw-in. Luka Modric has scored the equaliser for Croatia against Slovakia. He's so an incredible player, yeah, he isn't he? Is. It's a bit of a different Croatian side now than that one three years ago in the World Cup, obviously, but he's still got those old, the old guard of Modric and Co. Throw in taken now. The ball exchanged nicely. Kai Till trying to get in there, and Hanaku may well have conceded a foul. They'll continue into the box. Will Colville, the shot comes in, mm -hmm. and it's never going to challenge Charlie Horlock's goal. Nearly went out behind. for a throw in. Yeah, it wasn't far away at all, to be fair. We've played about 72 minutes, and at the moment, it's been all Colville. And this one itching with nothing to show. And no signs of really doing so apart from an effort from Ray. Attendance, attendance just being confirmed. Out of the 424 here in attendance, we've had a lot of scouts, obviously majority Hitchin fans, couple of managers from in and around non-league, but the Colville fans, what an effort by them tonight. No, they've, yeah, they've been brilliant, haven't they? Look at them, they're, you know, they've brought a big, uh, a big fan base with yeah. them and, uh, and why wouldn't they? They're sitting pretty in the league at the moment and this... Uh, this is helping them out as well. Timo Werner missed an absolute sitter the last time Germany played North Macedonia in that defeat. He scored today. Muller has got two assists in that one. They lead by two goals to nil. Here come Colville again looking for an attack with uh, yeah. Shaw on the ball now. He's Luke turned, he turned again. Feet. He runs into the box. No he, was, chance. he went over the two defenders who had won the ball, so it was never going to be a penalty. But they will get a free kick there on the edge of the box. And frustration at the moment for the Canaries. Yeah, I mean, Hitchin, Hitchin are really having to suck up some pressure at the moment as uh, Colville get themselves a free kick. And uh, this is a dangerous position, really, Freddie, just outside the 18-yard box on the left-hand side. So Adam Stevens, the Colville manager, just watching on now. He signed a new two-year contract at the start of this season, entering his fourth season back with the Ravens after managing Grantham. He's been given a clear backing from the board there. And he's been... He's happy with the squad he's got, and he's he's known really for for bringing squads together and establishing real harmony. You can see that in the Here we go. Their side today. The cross is in, and Dan Webb heads away for a throw-in. To be fair, Hitchin have defended set pieces rather well today. Yes, I think I think we've played well today. I really do. You know, like I say, it was just those two mistakes, um, and and we've been punished for both of them. I think with the way it was set up and the players on the pitch, you couldn't really have asked for much more. So. I almost think the personnel is, is where the blame might fall tonight. If it is 2-0. Also, against a very him, tough him. opponent as well in Colville, who are high-flying, as you say, unbeaten in seven. You know, that's it. That's a tough old game. Oh, yeah. And we've seen that well. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know, they're, uh, they've, they've shown what they're, they're all about. Smith but, uh, now into Laurie Marsh. He's got three players in around him. He manages well to beat two of them. Still Laurie Marsh, but he's just going alone, going solo, and... Now Kieran Jones is dispossessed. They might well have given away a foul, but there's no appeal uh, from Colville's number nine, Berridge. Now Alex Brown again. 
into Kira Jones, all a bit laboured and slow. Jones switches it to Ahaniku, asking a bit of him, but he heads it down well into uh, Luke Brown, who finds Josh Coldicott-Stevens. Coldicott-Stevens switching nicely into Laurie Marsh. He just needs a few reinforcements down the left. Marsh onto his right foot, plays out into Alex Brown. He's going to look to swing across in on that left foot. That's he does, one. looking for Lewis Barker just over his head. Will fall to Kai Teal, though, on the edge of the box, down by the byline. Teal hanging up the cross, looking for Barker. Coldicott-Stevens on the edge, and that's mm, deflected. deflected behind for a corner for the Canaries. This is better pressure for Hitchin Town now. We're on the attack. Um, good, like I say, good amount of pressure, good shot. Lewis Barker almost getting his head on that. Canaries fans really unanimous in agreement that we look a much better side of Lewis Barker's physicality back in the team. Yeah, definitely. You need that man in the middle to cause a, a few problems. So then, corner for Hitchin. It's going to be a right footer from Kai Teal down on the left-hand side from where we're watching now. This is a crucial set piece. Teal swung in too much on it and it can too be much. headed away at the back post out for a Canaries throw-in. Holland now leading by five goals to nil. Bournemouth's Jan Juma on the score sheet. Werner scored a second for Germany and, La and Turkey have equalised against Latvia. Wales, though, that's the big one tonight. Still lead Estonia by a goal to nil away. Cracking. Haneku to take this one now for Hitchin. <coughs> We've got about maybe 13, 14 minutes left here at top field, plus whatever is added on. Won't be much at the moment. There's a shout for a foul throw, which <laughs> the referee doesn't agree with. Ball played in now into the box for Luke Brown, gets there, and he pulls one back, looking for Lewis Barker. It's cleared away, and cannons off the feet of a Colville defender up for another corner. Well, we've got to make these corners start, start making them count, you know. Let's, let's put it in the trouble area. Teal to take again, Hitchin keeping the players in there, keeping the pressure on the Ravens. Still trail by two goals to nil, but in a better place than they were 20 minutes or so ago. <coughs> Piling on this attacking pressure. Here Can they get a goal to show for it? Teal in, another better. good ball in, headed away. Easily enough back there. Colville defending well. Teal again, down on the right, takes the touch around the defender, into the box, slides in, and he's won another corner. Third in a row Good pressure. for Hitchin. Teal having an excellent game in Canary colours. We've got somebody, uh, one of the Colville players is down. He's all right, though. He's getting back up to his feet. I was going to say he is off the pitch, so we can take the corner anyway. <laughs> Hitchin wouldn't mind that one bit. Need all the help we could get at the moment. Teal to take once again growing into this game and his corners have certainly improved in the context of this one he takes it low into Luke Brown back out to Kai Teal he's onside for the return pass crosses one in Laurie Marsh oh. shout for handball and the referee says goal kick I didn't really see much to be honest no it happened a bit fast for me but all <laughs> the uh, all the hitching massive behind that goal was screaming and the players were all uh, hands held aloft and uh, but no no cigar today so then we're about 12 minutes left. Do get your questions in if you want uh, for us to answer to ask Mark Burke in our post-match interview, which will be available to listen to on tomorrow's Canary Club podcast. You can also listen back to this uh, commentary as a podcast too. But as it stands, Colville Town going to keep occupying that highest playoff spot in second. They'll go three points behind Peterborough Sports and pick up a, a sixth back-to-back -back win. Impressive reading for those Ravens fans. Hitching have won a free kick though. Trying to do something about this. It's going to yeah. be another Kai Teal set piece. Yeah, it is. And uh, we're getting bodies in the box as well. <laughs> you know, but so are Colville. I mean, they've got literally everyone but, but yeah, two players in the box. They're trying to keep a fairly high line as well. 
keep that one solid. Teal into the box now, looking for Webb, and it's cleared away uh, by Dean. Out for a hitch and throw in. The possession staying in the hands of the Canaries for Alex Brown to take the throw in now. Ryan Smith's there alongside. Kieran Jones jogs back into his defence. Jones. Uh, Brown just on the left inside Colville's half. 1-2 with Ryan Smith. Back to Jones. In, uh, back inside Hitchens' area of the field. Cody got Stevens again. This is where Hitchens just slow it down. And you want them to be going forward. And those last 10 minutes hit especially. Well, I've, I still don't know why we haven't... Um, Jones forward into Barker. He was a judged offside. Kai Till's going to run through, but you won't be able to get anything of it. And I, I see where you were going with that. Yeah, I mean, where's the silver, man? Yeah. Where is him? We've got Henry Snee on the bench, Malachi Blackstone, Georgia, and Neeraja Gordon Douglas. That's four attacking players on the bench, and we've, I see we've got two on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, would, would you? None of them is <laughs> a number nine. Right, yeah, none of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly that. Well, we, we haven't officially got a number nine. But uh, it has been in the... Uh, cheers, on the Callum. Back of <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, cheers. Well, we're having to cope. And you're still our highest goal scorer, by yeah, the way, still Callum. Top, so. You're still getting the golden boot at the end of the season. You have to travel down to collect that. Luke and Alex Brown, though, one behind now, which is good. Yeah, good. So they're fighting over that. But yeah, as it stands, Callum Stead still the top scorer. Uh, Elliot Putman just going to chuck this throw in uh, to Luke Shaw to take. And... It's all be very laboured for Colville to be fair. The referee, I mean, they're not time wasting actually. And ever the referee gives them a look, they're straight on with it. And yeah. They know they've they've got that two 0 lead to work with. And I wouldn't be surprised if the only subs they make are preserving fitness and preserving this two goal lead. Cody got Stevens out wide now to Laurie Marsh. He's trying to overload this left side, but Marsh goes back into defence once again. Kieran Jones, Webb, familiar story. Jones yeah. into Cody cut Stevens. He needs to. Provide that spark. He tries to now by playing Munairily forward. Hanaku. You're just tuning on HTFC Radio. It's hitching against Colville 2-0 to the visitors from Leicestershire. Goals from Luke Shaw and Berridge within two minutes of each other. About halfway through the first half of the difference between the two sides now. Colville, good value for their lead. It's been tough going for the Canaries. And it might even get tougher now because they're going to try and run through with uh, Berridge, tired legs for him though, you can tell. He yeah, knew yeah. he wasn't going to get there with Kieran Jones in there too. Yeah, he almost didn't bother, did he? Yeah, <laughs> wasn't far off from, from giving up in his tracks. So eight minutes left. Time running out very much so for the Canaries. Colville looked most likely to get on the score sheet here. And they will try with Billy Key out wide again into Shaw. <coughs> uh, with Doyle Charles and now back into... Elliot Putman, who's loving life as a raven since moving from Barwell. Shaw again. He just dinks a nice ball across to Thomas McGlinchey. He might have a shot here. He will on his left foot. And just dinked it. Lofted it, really, on his left foot. Out behind for a goal kick. Yeah, very, very weak strike from him. Yeah, the shot wasn't as good as his, uh, as his first touch. Jones now. Played into Alex Brown. It's a big old squad, Colville, as well. When I was looking through there, they've got a lot of players if they've left behind today who aren't in the squad and got so many players to call upon if things do go wrong and they do lose players, they do pick up injuries. Hitchin just do not have that luxury. No, we haven't. Doyle Charles into uh, Berridge. Berridge bearing down the edge of the box onto his left foot. He's caught between a crowd of players. He's gone down him and Hanaku looks the worst for wear, actually. 
Yeah, I didn't see what happened there, but yeah, Hanukkah is still yeah, down. Yeah, just caught up between Berridge, and I think there was another defender, maybe Dan Webb in there, so Hanukkah's going to try and clamber to his feet, but look, he was in a bit of pain. Still can't see any action going on over on the hitching bench with, uh, with what, 10 to play? Yeah, time certainly running down. Well, I've seen the, the badges of Russian and Diamonds, Peterborough Sports. We've got Brett Lee from Stockfold, Steve Castle from Royston. And at the moment, I suppose they're going to be thinking, we don't want to be playing Colville anytime soon. No, they've put on a good performance, actually. And like I say, Hitchin haven't been bad. You know, they've, 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 they've played quite well, actually. Um, it's, it's just those two sort of errors that led to the goals. Uh, that were taken very well, of course. So if you do give Colville a chance, they will take it. Hanaku allowed a bit of treatment. He's going to come back on now as Alex Brown slides to get the ball in play. It's going to overrun out for a goal kick. Croatia have now taken the lead against Slovakia. Even Perisic scoring with about seven minutes left there. Iceland free, Liechtenstein nil. So a win for them by the looks of things. And in a few minutes time, I'll ask you for your man of the match today. I presume they'll be wearing black and white, but I'll get you a hitch in one too. <laughs> like to, to dish them out for both. Our last one was, of course, Stan Georgiou. We got a little mention on the weekly bulletin for that. And then Michael Jones is a very proud man as the academy manager to have someone like yeah, Stan yeah. coming through and on his, on his first team competitive debut, putting in such a good game off the bench. But yeah. he's going to stay on the bench today as Joe Cordy got Stevens tries to take a quick free kick. And the Colville man was right in front of him saying, you're not going absolutely nowhere. nowhere. And now we will see a substitution, but it's Colville who are going to make it, and it's Luke Shaw coming off. What a fantastic goal he scored. Yeah, no, it was a great one. He's, he's, he's been absolutely terrifying, hasn't he, down that left-hand side there. Um, I, I think, uh, to, be, to be fair, um, Ohanaku did just, did, did just sort of uh, get to grips with him a little bit better in the second Eventually, half, but, yeah. but he was still, he was still to, you know, he, he's, to just be fair, he's just been too good for Too much space, didn't he? Yeah. We'll try and confirm he's come on, but we can't quite see... Um, who that is no yeah, not at the moment Hitchin have, have a free kick it's going to be Alex Brown to take it it's going to deep into the 18 yard box the player went down in there referee's just going to give the What's flat hand for a goal kick but he took a tumble one of the Canaries running in there yeah I don't think we're going to uh, we're going to get back into it with a penalty well with Alex Brown you've got a shout but whether we're going to be allowed a it's penalty in the one. first place yeah, yeah. <laughs> you haven't Occupied the penalty area enough. I think uh, Kean Taylor was the player who came on for uh, Luke Shaw. Uh, Taylor coming on, exciting young midfielder. He can play fullback as well. He uh, play, came through the the Ravens' junior side, so being picked up by Leicester City. He went through their academy, then released, joined Shrewsbury, where he signed his first professional contract two summers ago, uh, but then joined permanently on a free transfer this summer. So. Another exciting player for Colville to work with. You can bring someone like that off your bench. You're always in a good position as well. Yeah. Hitchin still making those subs. So I suppose it's one of the benefits of the Monday games. You do have a little extra recovery time to, to play need a market on the Saturday. There's a foul here for Hanaku. He'll take the free kick and plays it into Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith moving forward for the Canaries. Really into the latter stages now. About four minutes to go. Alex Brown. Playing the ball forward, just evades Laurie Marsh and it can be cleared. Swung away up in the air by Colville and now flicked on. Dan Webb will come across and knock the ball along into Dan Ackerby when the ball's out. Not Ackerby, sorry, Hanaku. When the ball's next out, I'll ask you for your overall man of the match. Here's Cody Cott Stevens. 
2-0 to Colville on HTFC Radio. Hitchin looking down the barrel of another league defeat. Potentially by the end of the week, back into the relegation zone by this time tomorrow night. Might well be. Calamelis also listening in. He was part of that great win for the, the Hitchin Town Women Canaries uh, on Sunday. He said listening to the last moments of the game tonight. Keep up the good work. So cheers, Callum. Thanks, and the same goes for you too. Absolutely. As well. Hitchin still knocking the ball around to Hanaku. Down on the right-hand side. Under pressure from Kean Taylor. Possibly fouled. There's going to be a free kick given somewhere. And the referee's just given a throw in the end. So I'll ask you for your overall man of the match. Overall man of the match for me is number seven for Colville Town, Luke Shaw. He's been absolutely immense uh, for them. And the reason why they uh, initially... Uh, oh, we'll hear the official Hitchin man of the match. Uh, we'll have to see... Uh, Cody got Stevens afforded man of the match for, well, for Hitchin for hi well, yeah for the match ball sponsors ok yeah that's not the, not the one that I was going to give it to who would you have gone for do you reckon I'm going to give it a number 4 Ryan Smith yeah that's not a bad call as well to be fair so Luke Shaw getting our overall man of the match accolade and there's a little stoppage here as Hitchin take our throw in uh, take the throw in still no sub Surprising. There won't be one now, will there? And we will speak to Mark Burke afterwards, I can tell you that. Plenty of questions for him. You can get yours in as well if you want. You can send me a tweet or give us a message as well. Just about a minute left. A few people starting to clear off now. Some of the scouts or whatever have seen enough. And a few, a few Hitchin fans might well have done that. The three subs over there in their pink bibs are just redundant tonight. Yeah, no, they ain't coming on. Webb over there now. He's going to let this one go for a throw-in. And I think it's safe to say there are three points heading back to Leicestershire for Colville Town, going three points cl closer to Peterborough Sports at the top of the table. And we'll try and grab a third goal here tonight. <coughs> Won't be top of the agenda, though. Dean now. He's got McGlinchey out onto the right. He takes <laughs> it into the midfield. Good from him. He'd love a goal today as well. McGlinchey along into Billy Keat. Rare goal, a rare game for him without a goal. He's got seven in the league this season. There we go. One final attack for Colville, crossed in. And the last touch comes off a man in yellow. And another corner for Colville. Like you say, Hitchin have been defending the uh, set pieces quite well. Um, but this is uh, in snooze time, isn't it? So um, It is. It's, yeah, like the no man's land equivalent of, of footballing time, isn't it? But yeah. <laughs> Well, remember to tune in Saturday, 3pm, Hitchin against Needham Market. A massive game. Relegation battle now, I suppose. And yeah. you can't look another way at it. Needham have had a, an interesting season. Hitchin desperately in need of some points now. Now, uh, Putman crossing one in. And there is an offside against Billy Key. And there, Dan Webb just playing him offside. Iceland now have a fourth. Good Jensen scoring for them. And looks like Wales are going to pick up a vital three points as well. Colville running the clock down now. They're going to bring off Timothy Berridge, and we'll see a bit of Kyle Jardine, who uh, is yet to score in the league last this season. Came through Colville's youth setup, which is always a, a good sign of a club in a good place. He's going to come on. It's a like for like swap. Berridge coming off for uh, for Jardine, and so both goal scorers coming off and Berridge he was never going to miss that header for that second goal was he no it was what a peach of a cross it really was you know Elliot Putman playing that one in 
and a couple of minutes for Jardine at the edge the end of this game 90 minutes are up so we'll wait for Delboy to hold up the uh, the advertising the electronic board we're all a bit tired here at this point yeah. as Jones tries to switch looking for it's Dan Webb who's come up for a rare attack becoming more common though with Hitchens struggling he finds himself up there more often there's a real Three minutes. space opening up at the back of Haneku is the last man back there Colville can make it free now if they pick this ball out they won't because Kieran Jones once again sparing the blushes of Webb it would just be damage limitation though as Laurie Marsh plays forward three minutes added on and now Thomas McGlinchey down the right the shout of keep the ball though <laughs> Don't think they'll be too worried about that at this stage, but they'll do so. McGlinchey again into uh, Stephen Towers. Towers back to Eggleton. And back with Thomas Bukowski. And what a nice evening of football he's had. Yeah. One good save. That he was a little bit lucky, hit the crossbar instead of being dropped into the net. But he's had a very, very relaxed night. Yeah, he has. And he's hardly done anything to earn his money today. Nice quiet one for him. And he'll just be wanting a hot shower and then back home to bed. And a clean sheet as well. Absolutely. Let's see if we can uh, upset his clean sheet there as uh, Smudge gets in a little bit of a mix there yeah, with... Now, um, now Laurie Marsh. Oh, plays Laurie it Straight Marsh. off the defender. I mean, a lot of these hitching players have had good performances, but there's these little things going wrong. Yeah, there are. There's just a couple of people that ain't on song, you know. Webb. Hanaku in front of him, Webb trotting forward with the ball, trying to switch it into Lewis Barker. The ball headed back away. Colville will collect possession again. It's a dead rubber last few minutes now at top field. The hope had evaporated for the Canaries maybe about 10 minutes ago. Good tackle now by Dan Webb, sliding that one in. Almost ends up in the Canary kitchen, protected by that netting. And maybe, maybe some food is what we'll need after this one. Yeah, I think I've, I might go and get myself yeah. an extra bit, even though I have had some chicken and chips already. Yeah. Another disappointing night for the Canaries. Well, I, my football week does get better, though, and I'll tell you after this throw-in why. They're just going to take it short, and there's possibly a foul on the Colville man by Hanaku. Colville's still playing it around. Ooh, oh, he takes a big is. swipe of him, and it's a free kick right on the edge of the box. And that is a tackle with frustration written all over yeah, it. Yeah, exactly that. That's what it is. No no need for it, really. And they'll be talking to Dan Webb. Well, I'm off to watch Arsenal women again on Thursday. And at Hoffenheim in the Women's Champions League, a good German side, right. to be fair. Well Looking done. forward to that down at Meadow Park. And Arsenal still unbeaten the league. They've won every single game. And it should be an exciting affair. Yeah, it'd be great. Congratulations, Freddie. Yeah, That's looking, a great one. Looking forward to that. We'll try and get in the press box sometime soon, but not quite yet. We're not quite yeah, there. Not we? quite yet. There, there were there were a lot of empty seats in there last time, you know. So I'll have to put the word in with Leif. But Absolutely. Well, yeah. if you can do that, we can take the mobile kit down there. <laughs> and, uh, and one final sub, Connor Smith coming on uh, for Joe Doyle Charles, who's done everything else of him. That's picked up a. A booking and Wales have won crucially against Estonia uh, in the World Cup qualifiers. A big win for them, 1 0, they'll take it. Uh, so Connor Smith getting a last 10, 20, 30 seconds if he's lucky uh, here at top field. Connor Smith coming on, replacing Joe Doyle Charles. Very little for Smith to do. It's full time in Holland, they've beaten Gibraltar by six goals to nil. Oh dear. And Norway have beaten Montenegro. 10-man Montenegro, I think, 96th minute. They've 
scored a second and now finally the free kick will get underway Colville <laughs> have made all of their subs now this is a dangerous position it you is know. this could well be 3-0 to go alongside the three points for the Ravens free kick then going to be right footed it's nicely struck oh, oh and it's almost in off the, the crossbar it's bounced off the ball onto the line and wide and that's almost a fitting end to this game for Colville and that's the referee's whistle they've won it by two goals to nil a sixth win on the road for Colville Town and yes. they've deserved it unbeaten in eight games and you can see just why yeah no it's a great they, they take their chances that's the thing with Colville Fair play to Hitchin in the second half. They've came out, they've made it a nil-nil. If you consider it a game of two hours, both goals were scored in the first half by two errors. In the second half, Hitchin uh, made a much better um, performance uh, and made it tough, really, for Colville to, to, to break through them. And um, I don't know, it's just, yeah, it's... It's just those little errors there. It's the that same are again, up. isn't it? It's well, the same again. Not Hensford. We weren't there, of course, but no. it's it's followed a very similar story in this game, I've got to say. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I don't want to be too harsh on a Hanukkah because he's just coming back from injury and then he's playing out of position as well. So um, you can't really give him too much. But, um, you know, you've let a man skin you twice and, uh, and it's cost you both times. Uh, granted, he did pick up his performance. He looks he looks absolutely gutted out there, but I'm not, I'm not surprised, really. Yeah. But uh, don't take it too bad and too to heart. These guys are floating very high uh, and, and performing like Peterborough Sports. Like I say, you know, they're, they're the, these are the boys to beat, aren't they? Well, disappointment when they put Hitch in. We're starting to get very cold here, even in these lovely new coats. We'll be off to interview Mark Burke, which you'll be able to hear on tomorrow's Canary Club podcast. So now, though, all eyes on Needham Market on Saturday. That is a six-pointer. Well, it's a relegation battle, isn't it? So um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see yeah. what they've got in the tank. Well, we'll see you then. And as we always say, keep your heads up. And if you're a Colville fan, thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you for choosing HTFC Radio. And enjoy the free points. They're hard to come by in the Summer League at the moment. See you on Saturday. Bye.